Good morning, grinders out there. How are you doing? I'm here today with Leo Campello. Yes. How are you doing, Leo? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for having me. Thanks for this invite. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, David, actually, he uh, hit me up after me and him got done on the last one and uh-huh. he says, says, yeah, I, I got this guy, Leo, from uh, Campello Jiu-Jitsu. He's an awesome guy. He's, he's got a pretty interesting story. You should talk to him. And I was like, cool, man. Hook us up. Let's do it. Yeah. So he sent me your number and, you know, you hit me up. I saw yeah. he sent you mine. Yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he sent me the link for his uh, episode here yeah. on your podcast. Yeah, and yeah. I was hearing it. I was like, hey, man, that's cool. I like it. And then he goes, oh, maybe he'll be interested in telling your story. Why don't you talk to him? I said, okay. And then he sent me, he sent you your, he sent you my number, sent me your number. And then here yeah. we are. Yep, here we are, man. That's awesome. Yeah, so uh, like I was talking about off mic, you know, it's just kind of, uh, you know, it's it's about you and you know what you do for a living, your career, which I mean, I guess would be, uh, you know, your. Um, jujitsu yeah and uh you know but it's you know it's your backstory like how'd you get there uh-huh. you know it's not just oh what do you do it's you know how, who are you uh-huh. who's leo how'd you get there your your whole story yeah and typically the you know the first question i always ask and i mean it's probably getting a little old is you know oh, what was your first job <laughs> but i mean you know it's kind of a wherever you want to start at wherever you're comfortable with you know um you know obviously you're like we talked about, you're, you're from Brazil. Yeah. So how was that? How was that like coming up, you know, growing up in Brazil? All right. Um, let's start on the real beginning. Sure. When I was born. Okay. Man. <laughs> All the way. Let's do it. I was born uh, with my umbilical cord around my neck. Oh, okay. And uh, I can't remember what the word for that is. Yeah. There's a word for that. I can't remember either. And, uh, but on that time, 1973, they, the doctors, they would do this, uh, uh, to give birth, they would get these like two that hold the baby by the head and just pulls out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forceps. Yeah, it's like a, forceps. Yeah, I think it was like a vacuum yeah. or something like that. And then you just pull the baby out, yeah. being and choked. I, right, I don't think they even use that anymore. No, too many I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was banned or something. <laughs> but, uh, um, but the doctor that was doing my birth, he was like modern for the time and he didn't want to use that. Yeah. So he just like hold me down and untied it. Mm. the umbilical cord to let me get birth you know to let me get born so <laughs> i believe that something happened in there that for my whole life it's been really rough for people to choke me out mm. in jiu-jitsu i can see that since i really started like i was a white belt and having purple belts brown belts that could not finish me on on, on a choke you know because I had an extra length in there, mm. you know, crazy. So you think that's kind of like a, almost like a, a from birth, like a pre-programming type of deal. So it gets you in a choke, so. and I think so, yeah. man. Because I, uh, I can see that. Yeah, because I've seen so many. Um, how do I say that in, in English? Sometimes I, <laughs> sometimes it's weird. I, I try to remember a word oh, yeah, in no Portuguese problem. to translate, and then yeah, I yeah. don't remember. Not even Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> then I get a little lost. But uh, I've read things about um, people 
who are the way they are because of things that happen when they're getting born. Yeah. You know, the born. So, yeah, I believe that that umbilical cord at the end started, uh, ended up being a great thing for me, you know, because first of all, uh, resilience, right? Mm. I was fighting for my life to get, to be able to get born, right? Yeah. Okay. I was not a, I was just a fe- uh, pre-born baby, but still, right? You still have your instincts in there. So somehow, uh, uh, I believe that um, that birth forged me, you know, to the way I am. To the forged way I in fire? Yeah. Yeah. Forged an umbilical cord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I believe that that thing, you know, that happened to me was a big impact in my life, you know, uh, even in a way that I cannot even understand the whole thing, but I can see that it was a big impact in my life. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, um, my, 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 my parents got divorced. I was with my mom like forever. And then uh, when I was six years old, my dad passed away. Mm. He had a heart attack on the beach and passed away. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, thank you. And then uh, I had just my mom, right, during my whole life. Mm. And then when I was about eight years old, uh, she signed me up for judo and swimming classes. Oh, your mom did? Yeah, in a club next to the house we lived in Rio. I'm mm. from Rio de Janeiro. And um, so was it was it kind of like a it's kind of like a boxing club or No, it was like a, I, you guys don't have it here, I think. It's like well, a, we have like we have like the boys and girls club or the YMCA or something. Ma- yeah, yeah so, something to like that. that. Something like that. Yeah. Like you have basketball, you have swimming classes. Yeah. Basically have all the sports in there and then you pay a monthly fee. Okay. And then you can choose the sports you want to do. Yeah. And then you do it. Nice. So, yeah. So then I was doing judo and swimming classes since eight years old. I think I was about 12 years old when we had to stop. Mm. I, I can't remember if my mom couldn't pay or whatever. I could not do anymore. And then when I was 16, I started doing kickboxing. Mm. Uh, full contact. Jeez. I wanted to be like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to split my legs like him, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then... Do uh, the splits and like yeah. helicopter in the air. <laughs> I wanted to do that, you know? That was my goal with kickboxing, you know? When I was about 16, <clears throat> I started doing kickboxing. I want to be like Jean-Claude Van Damme. And then... Um, but then the teacher the kickboxing teacher, he had this idea to start teaching. He called some ground fighting at the kickboxing uh, class. So I remember. So is that like mixing, like wrestling and kickboxing? Yeah, he wanted, I remember when he told us this new idea, he said, look, no matter how good you get in kickboxing, if you get in a street fight with a jiu-jitsu guy, you're gonna get beat up. Yeah. No matter how good you get in kickboxing, 
he was a black belt in kickboxing, of course, and he just started doing jiu-jitsu. And then he saw the power of jiu-jitsu, that's what I believe. Hmm. So then he said, look, uh, if you guys get in a fight, in a street fight, and in the 90s, it was pretty common to get in a street fight in Rio. <laughs> so if you guys get in a street fight in, with some jiu-jitsu guy, you guys are gonna get beat up. Mm. So I'm gonna start teaching you some ground fighting at the end of my kickboxing class. No problem. But the club, <clears throat> the, the, the spot we're training, the floor was marble floor. Ooh. <laughs> So, so like then no, no mats or anything? No mats, no <laughs> mats. Straight to the marble, you know? <laughs> yeah, so you really don't want to lose or get uh, taken down. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're just doing like a side on the knees, right? Not start standing up. Mm. But still, right? Yeah. <clears throat> a little sweep, you know, can <laughs> really hurt too. Yeah, it's going to take your shoulder right into the ground <laughs> yeah. and you're, uh, you're heading to the hospital. <laughs> Not good. Yeah. So then... Um, and I start to really enjoy the end of class. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even more than the actual class, you know? And he was uh, sensitive enough to feel that. And then one day I show up for class and then he goes, oh, Leo, I need to talk to you. Okay, what's the problem? No, I can see you really enjoying the end of the class and, and the ground fighting and what's well, good though it's good that he actually took note and he paid attention yeah you know he wasn't yeah. just trying to teach a class no 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 yeah. no and then he goes so i believe you should go look for a jujitsu gym man i was devastated <laughs> it was the best thing that happened to me yeah but on that time i felt devastated my dream was gone i could not be jean-claude van damme anymore <laughs> Uh, I mean, you always could be. <laughs> Maybe a plastic surgery. <laughs> do you think? Uh, do you think your experience with that teacher, you know, kind of uh, led you into what you do now? Oh yeah, big time. Like that was a, you know, an inspiration that kind of pushed you to become, you know, yeah. a, a jujitsu teacher. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I truly believe so. And funny thing is, okay, then I went to Jiu-Jitsu gym, start training, blah blah blah, and then ten years later, twelve years later, I can remember now, I met him on the street. Mm. I was walking by in Rio, and then I met. Hey, hey, how are you doing, Nando? How are you? Hey, how are you doing, man? You grew up, blah blah blah, this and that. And then I go, look, I need to tell you something. And then he got my show. What? What? <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm a Jiu-Jitsu black belt, and it's your fault. <laughs> that's great and he goes what <laughs> what are you talking about so remember that day that you told me to go look for jiu-jitsu gym i was devastated on the day you told me that yeah. but it was the best thing that happened in my life yeah. thank you so much for that well yeah well, and that's good though that he you know didn't just try to keep you in the class exactly. to, to you know keep your money or anything uh, like yeah that. i don't like he was a student yeah no, no. he wanted what was best for you exactly and so he, he pushed you to go try something something else yeah something that fit you better exactly yeah and uh, i mean and these that's a good guy man yeah and these uh, um connected to who i am today mm. you know what i mean if someone comes with something whatever you know of course i try to help i try to but i'm not doing whatever just to keep you as a student right i'm trying to say yep, yep. uh i mean uh okay when i just took over the gym that i'm teaching now one of the students he came to me one day oh professor i have to i'm, I'm moving 
I'm going to a different, a different dream. I said, okay, no problem. And then he goes, do you want to know why? <laughs> I'm like, look, I have a feeling, but if you want to see it, go ahead, no problem. Yeah. And then he goes, no, because I'm looking for more no-gi classes. Mm. And on that gym, they have no-gi cl no classes every day. I said, okay, man, go ahead. You really should go because I don't believe I'm never going to have no gi classes every day at my gym. As, as in a class where you're not wearing a gi? Yeah. Oh, okay. You just wear a uh, rash guard yeah. and shorts or spat pants, whatever you want. More like a, kind of like a sparring gear? More like a wrestling yeah. gear, yeah. right? More like a no gi. Uh, yeah. No gi is already what I'm saying, but more like a wrestling uh, uh, thing, you know? Yeah. And... I see that no gi is very big here in the US. Mm. And okay, another chapter. Back on the day in Brazil, it was like a like almost like a war. Because no gi back on the day, on the 80s and 90s, it had a different name. It wasn't jiu-jitsu, no gi. Mm. It was luta livre. Luta livre? Yes. But there's no connection with the Luta Livre we watch nowadays on TV with this fake thing. No, there's nothing with that. It was just Jiu-Jitsu, but with no Gi. And, of course, you don't have, if you don't have the Gi, you have way less techniques to use. Mm. So the, the Gi actually gives... Gives you more opportunities. Okay. Because I can grab your Gi. I can wrap the Gi around your neck. I can mm. stick my hands in a way, in a different way to choke you. If I don't have any of that, my 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 opportunities to choke get gets way less than than if yeah. I have the gi, right? right? If I have the gi, I can do a thousand of ways to choke you. If I don't, I just have like three or four ways, you know, to choke you. Uh, if we're facing each other, and I'm trying to say, yeah. So you have way less techniques in there. Mm. I'm not saying that it's better or worse or any of that because it's had a lot of trouble because of these. Yeah. But I see what you're saying is um, in terms of being able to teach uh, and having opportunity as far as showing different styles, techniques and, you know, chokes, grabs, yeah. all that stuff. You just prefer to do it with a gi. Yeah. Yeah. I have more opportunities. I have more chances, you know, to do more techniques on you right. than if you don't have the gi. Yeah. I have way more places to grab, you know, on your pants, on your jacket, mm -hmm. whatever, to move you, to control you. Do you if I don't have the gi, it's way less chances I have. Right. You know? Do you do any sort of like a, um, like a, like, like a street fight class where it's just street clothes? Yeah. Because um, then you can show taxi, grab a guy by the shirt, wrap it over his head. I, 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 actually, what I was doing with people was, because... Um, we grew up with that. Uh, you have the boxing gloves, mm. okay? You can just punch me as a strong guy. You cannot use any jiu-jitsu against me. Right. And me, I cannot hit you back. Okay. I can only use jiu-jitsu to control you and submit you, and that's it. Right. And <clears throat> so it's more defensive. More, yeah. You learn how to defend yourself in, in yeah. a proper way. Right. Uh, so I was doing that a lot with my students for a while especially for warm up and stuff. Mm. Uh, I had a big box of uh, boxing gloves at the gym. So every class I was pulling the, the box out <laughs> here, here, here. <laughs> and then of course, and then we, we switch, right? You're first just hitting and me just using Jiu Jitsu and then you switch. 
because then we both have both uh, 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 experiences right. to have our opinion on that. So on that time, there was this like almost war between Jiu-Jitsu and Luta Livre. Uh, you probably heard about Hicks and Gracie. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of Hicks and Gracie. <laughs> yeah. He he had this big fight on on the beach against, let's say, the Hicks and Gracie from Luta Livre. Mm -hmm. His name was Hugo Duarte, and so they fought on the on the beach. Hicks on one, blah blah blah, and then after a couple of days, the Luta Livre guys went to Hickson's academy. And like to make a challenge in there, to fight in there, police showed up, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so on that time, in the 90s, if you're wearing a jiu-jitsu t-shirt and you go to a bar or nightclub and there's a bunch of uh, Luta Livre guys, you're probably going to fight him. Yeah. And Somebody's going to start something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so growing up in jiu-jitsu, white, blue even purple belt, we didn't train with no gi. Yeah. It was just gi, and if we were training no gi, we would be allowed to hit each other. Mm. Usually, like from the neck up, just open hands. Yeah. So you don't cut, you don't get bruises, right. you don't break your nose, teeth, but from neck down, whatever, elbow, knee, whatever you wanted. So uh, the way I see jiu-jitsu no gi, it's a bit different than what I see now, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, because of the rules and, and, and all the competition, um, I see a lot of uh, uh, techniques, position that if you're in a real fight, I would be in trouble by doing this movement, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So, but because of the rules, you're not gonna strike me, you're not gonna do anything too bad, so I can't do that movement. So to me, it's, it's like a unreal thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, a, yeah, it's yeah. You're talking about the difference between training in a, a fantasy world and actual building muscle memory. Because uh, jujitsu, to me, it's a it's a self defense art. Yeah, it's a way of life. Like I was talking to you, but it's a self defense art. Yeah, uh, and if I'm teaching you in a way that you're not able to defend yourself with what I'm teaching you, what am I doing? Yeah, that's, you know I mean? yeah, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of our time, yeah. mine and yours. Yep. So my focus when I'm teaching Jiu-Jitsu at first is to make you understand that you can use that to defend yourself in a parking lot fight, you know, in a bar fight, in a real situation fight. Right. As I tell some of my students, Jiu-Jitsu is made to kill people. If I get in a choke and I don't let you go, yeah, you're right? done. You're done. Yep. Right. So jujitsu is made to kill people or break their joints. Mm. Okay. If you're using that just to get a medal, it's okay. But you're 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 missing a big chunk of that. I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm killing people outside. <laughs> None of that. But it's like carrying a gun. Yeah. Right. You carry it. You practice all the time that you can, right? You buy the best uh, 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 equipment you might have, but you pray to never use it, right? Right. Yeah. Same thing with Jiu-Jitsu, you know, in my opinion. I train hard, as hard as I can. I, I'll be 15 in December. I'm still rolling with my students, you know, no matter if they're a kid or my age, you know, I still rolling with them, training, you know, but 
I pray to never have to use in a real situation. Yeah. But if I have to, I want to really do it in a good way. Right. You know? Yeah, you want to know that you're going to be effective. Exactly. So that's what I try to teach to my students when I'm teaching jiu-jitsu now. And uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, so on that time was like that big war in Rio between uh, uh, jiu-jitsu and luta livre. But uh, so if someone at your gym, hey, let's roll, no gi, <laughs> it means that, okay, you're going to start slapping each other here. And, uh, but yeah, uh, again, uh, uh, took me to where I am and made me who I am. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you, so you went, you went from that instructor to another gym. Yeah. Specifically for a jujitsu. Jujitsu gym. Yeah. And you, what, do you remember the name of that place? Yeah. It was called Strout. Strout? Strout. It's, it's his last name. So oh, okay. it's a little S-T-R-A-U-C-H. Oh, Strout. Strout. Okay. Paulo Maurice Strout. He was my first teacher until my blue belt. And how was he? Oh, man. A little shorter than me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> on that time, he was 40 years old and in shape, yeah. you know, running every day on the beach. And he was a vegetarian on that time. Hmm. So that inspired me to be a vegetarian too for a while, yeah. to try it out, you know. I didn't like it. <laughs> I went back to animal-based diet. Some uh, people dig it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep eating grass. No problem. I'm going to eat the cow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no problem. So how long did you train at that place? Um, until my blow, I would say two years, maybe mm. three, seven, yeah, maybe two years. And then my mom got married again. Mm -hmm. And then we had to move to Sao Paulo, which is a big city in, Re in Brazil. Yeah. But there's no beach in there. So I hate it. Yeah, that's more, that's more inland, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Big, big buildings all around, you know, yeah. big roads, you know, a lot of traffic. Urban, as they call it. Yeah, yeah. I, so, um, and then there I met the Baring family, which I'm still with them to today. First, I met Marcelo, who was the younger brother, and then I started t uh, training under him. Uh, and then uh, his dad, now his grandmaster, Flavio Baring, moved to Sao Paulo and start teaching at the same gym. Mm. And then after maybe another month, his older brother, Silva Baring, who I'm still with till today, he moved to Sao Paulo and started teaching at the same gym too. And then after a while, Marcelo <laughs> sold his share and left. <laughs> <laughs> he was more like a, a black sheep in the family, you know, he didn't yeah. feed much, you know. And uh, <clears throat> yeah, so then, uh, uh, but, but I hated living there, you know, in Sao Paulo. Mm -hmm. So on that time, was on, on, I had my, my, my official first uh, job mm -hmm. in my life. <laughs> I was sitting, I was at my aunt's house for vacations, you know, two week vacations, whatever. I was sitting there just renting VHS tapes. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. So, so like, like a video store? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was just renting videos and watching them all day long, you know? And then one day my older cousin, <clears throat> VHS, <laughs> a lot of people going to say, what is that? I had to Google it. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> so one day, one of my oldest cousin, he walks inside, right? 
And then he sees me there, and then he goes, hey, what the hell are you doing over there? Oh, just watch a movie or whatever. Ah, don't you want to work? <laughs> I'm like, what? Work? I think I was six. No, I was 15 on the time, 16. And then I'm like, work? Because before that, I just had to do some work for my mom because she was a lawyer. Yeah. So I was going to the courthouse for her to check this, check that, and all stuff like that. Mm. Nothing official, nothing. Yeah, so you were, you were just kind of like an unpaid researcher. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you had the words that I cannot think about you have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then I say, okay, uh, what's the deal? And then he goes, oh, if you want, we can go to, can take it to my store. He had a car store, used car store. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I can take it to the store and I will pay you, I don't know can remember 15 20 bucks for each car you 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 wash do you want to I'm like mm, okay sure let's go yeah i was just spending money with those vhs tapes okay yeah. let's make let me make some money and then i went there and i believe it was on the second day <clears throat> i finished it all fast right because on the first day i was learning everything mm -hmm. i had that in, in, in my life um if you teach me something new, maybe at the first I'm going to be a little lost, yeah. but then in a bit I'm going to be doing better than you. Yeah. <laughs> Anything or not. Yeah. That's, so. that's typically how I am too. I'm, I'm more of a hands-on learner. Yeah. And, yeah. And the first time I do it, it's going to take me a minute, but then the second and the third time you're not going to catch up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so on the second day I was finished with the car plane. Then I walked inside. And then I saw a big table, you know, and a lot of salesmen sitting mm. around the table, you know, with phones, those, uh, I don't know how to call them, those, uh, where I can, uh, I can, uh, split the, the call with you, oh, just yeah. press a button and uh, I think it was called PA phone, PA, yeah, phone, uh, something like that. Yeah. There's like commercial phones. Yeah. Commercial phones. lines. And, and yeah. All yeah. We have many lines, you know, so yep. people put people on hold and oh so you get this call pa, pa, pa. yeah i'll send you over to so and so yes yeah. i'll put in a brief hold <laughs> <laughs> it's never brief never brief yeah. so at least you get to listen to kenny g for a few minutes yeah <laughs> <laughs> so then um i saw that pa, and then the cars were, were over right i had nothing to do outside so i just sat there was a free chair i sat in there pa, and then i looked and I saw a fax machine. You remember that? Oh, yeah. fax, fax, facsimile machines. Yeah. I haven't used one of those since like 97. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that. That was what? 91, maybe. Yeah. So, so then I looked at it. I said, what is that? And then another salesman, oh, it's a fax. Do you want to send it? I'm like, huh? Send? What? Send what? <laughs> Should I grab these and take somewhere? <laughs> and then he goes, no, I can teach you. Okay. And then it was very simple, right? I had a list to a list of stores to mm. sell. Because the thing is, you'd, uh, they would have uh, like a stock for the, the car. They, had, they have an inventory for the car they had on, yeah. on the store. Yeah. So there was in a list, a paper list. And then all the stores, they'll be sharing, you know. So my job was to send our inventory for cars to all the stores that we had on the list. It was a huge list. Okay. I started doing that, blah, blah, blah. 
he started paying me, I, I don't know, I can't remember how much for that. And then he goes, oh, can you, because uh, sometimes uh, um, you have the same number for uh, with two different names. Because mm. sometimes you have the shop name or the salesman's name, and it's the same phone. So people get annoyed by receiving your inventory many times, you know? Yeah. So can you fix that? Can you check that and fix Okay, no problem. I had a lot of time, right? Yeah. So I started doing that, blah, blah, blah. And then the, the, the sending thing uh, went a little better. I think they started having better results. But then I had to go back to Rio. Uh, I can't remember exactly my mom and his new uh, husband. Something didn't work. We, we, we went back to Rio for six months. Hmm. And then after six months, I came back again. And then he calls me, hey, do you want to drop back? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sure, why not? Yeah, and then he goes, oh, Right? But then he goes, oh, but now we have computers here. It's not just a facsimile. So do you want to learn it? And I'm like, mm, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. And then I went there and he paid me a, what's a computer course? data basic or something that like that you know to learn the basics for it was before windows we didn't oh, have yeah. windows on the time oh yeah so. yeah 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 it's like dos Do yeah, yeah. dos <laughs> yep dos system yeah, yeah. C, c two points uh slash ta 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 yep so everything's all in text on the screen yeah it takes exactly. forever to, to you know load a screen and all uh, the info that's on uh -huh, yeah. uh -huh. the screens are just like black and uh red yep. uh green typing yep. yep the more than once was gray yeah there was like wow yeah monochrome monochrome wow so good <laughs> for your eyes wow right? <laughs> <laughs> and then um start growing there right with uh, uh, the, the computer thing, instead of sending through the fax machine or inventor and stuff, it was just sending through the, the computer using uh, molding uh, uh, board, yeah. but still like sending our inventory to all the, the, the shops possible and receiving their inventory. Mm -hmm. And then I was receiving a piece of paper that I had to type on the computer. Yeah. So all the salesmen, they had a, a computer in front of them that they could, they could look up for the car they were looking for. Yeah. So you were, you were uh, essentially keeping up a database and yeah. doing data entry yeah. you know, back in the, the early days of yeah. that stuff. Exactly. Yeah. We, and I mean, we we're basically finding out things to use. You know what I mean? Yeah. None of that was already available, you know? Yeah, you're just you're starting out in yeah. know, the technology world with all that stuff and just yeah. trying to put it together and make things work better. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And at the same time, I was doing jujitsu in there with the Bering family. And then so you're you're working at the car shop. Yeah. During the day, mm -hmm. and then like afternoon, you're going and doing jujitsu classes. Yeah, yeah. I think it was around six p.m. I was done. At my job at the car store, yeah, and the the, the gym was pretty close. So I could walk, or like three four blocks, so I could walk to the gym, uh, do the class right as right. a blue belt, and then get a ride back home with someone that lived next to me. Blah blah blah. They could give me a ride back home. Next day, same thing. Wake up early, go to the car shop, working there all day long, and then at the end. Walk to the gym. So were you, were you doing that pretty much every day? Every day. Like 
Sunday through Saturday? Monday to sa- Monday to Friday. Oh. Saturdays sometimes. Sundays no. Usually yeah. Sundays were off. Yeah. But Monday to Friday for sure. And sometimes we would meet on someone's houses. Mm. On on a Saturday, oh, we want to come over because I had to skip last Tuesday, so do you want to come over so we catch up? Okay, sure. It's cool though. You were putting in the dedication, yeah, you know, even back then. Yeah, because everybody on that time they were training every day. Yeah, and you could feel right away if you didn't do that, you'd get left behind. You know. Oh yeah. So. You didn't want that, so okay. Yeah, if you missed a day, then there was something you weren't getting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Only a single day could make a huge damage, so mm-hmm. you don't want to skip it, you know. Yeah. You're injured, you put some tape on, whatever, but you don't want to miss it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like missing a day at the gym. Yeah. You know you missed it. Yeah, <laughs> you feel it. So then after, after what? Maybe two, three years in there. Yeah. I think two, three years in there, <clears throat> I was tired of leaving Sao Paulo. I hated. Mm. And then my pro- my professor Marcelo, he passed away. He got shot by 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 bad guys in Rio. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And then um, I moved back to Rio by myself. You know, my mom stayed in Sao Paulo with his new uh, husband, with my half-brother. Yeah, because you were probably, what, like 18? 19. 19 at the time? 19, 18, yeah. 19. And then I was going to Rio basically every every other weekend. Mm. I was going to Rio, spending the weekend there, and then coming back, you know. And then it was vacations, I think it was, yeah, because my birthday, it's uh, December 26th. So Christmas, my birthday, and Réveillon, uh, New Year's Eve, mm. was basically one big party <laughs> through, through my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a week of party, <laughs> you know. Yeah, why not? Buy right? them all. Let's go. <laughs> so then um, I went to Rio right after Christmas. Right after Christmas Eve, I got the bus with my uh, half-brother, and we, we went to Rio to see his dad. And then I was staying with friends, two days with someone, two days with someone else, you know, sleeping on the couch, on the floor, whatever, 19, who cares, right? Yeah. And then um, after a while, <laughs> and then I was like talking to my mom and my family in Sao Paulo, oh, no, no, I'll be here for my birthday, but I believe I'll be back for New Year's Eve. Mm. <laughs> and then, uh, a carnival, it's in end of February in Brazil, you know. So then one day they called me, look, you're not coming back before carnival. It's very clear now <laughs> w- what your plans are. I'm like, I don't know. I don't have any plans. I'm just enjoying, you know. It's It's been good. So uh, I had nothing to do in there, you know, in Sao Paulo. I'm not planning to go back right now. Yeah. And then my mom said, okay. And then she came to Rio, to, to Rio. And then she set me up with a older cousin because he was living by himself for a while. And then she set me up with him to, so we'd be splitting his apartment, hmm. splitting bills and stuff. So then I, I officially was leaving Rio, living with this older cousin for another, maybe two, three years, I think. 
So what did you do in that time? Because you left San Paolo and went back to Rio. Yeah. So I imagine you weren't still you weren't still working at the car shop. No, no. Yeah. And then I went to a surf shop store. Oh, nice. To sell surfboards, short boards, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, why not? You're you're back by the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew how to sell. It was good talking, right? Yeah. So. Well, you probably learned a thing or two working at a car shop, right? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big time. So yeah, then I started uh, working on those shops, right? Uh, on malls, stuff like that, and still doing jujitsu, helping my teacher. Now it was Silver Baron, my teacher. Mm. So uh, I started helping him uh, to teach, especially the kids' class, you know. Oh, sweet. Warm up, blah, blah, blah. I was like his monitor, his helper. Yeah. I was his second hand. Um, so so we, he was like mentoring you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to follow all his steps. Mm -hmm. And then uh, after. Let me think about maybe five, six years. I'm not sure. It's been a long time, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after some years, I, I wasn't happy in there in Rio, you yeah. know. And uh, and then I had this. So first, man, so much. I really have to write it down because I, I start to forget. <laughs> That's all right. I was invited to go to Hawaii to teaching, to work in there, not to teach, yeah. to work in there. I was going to work at this uh, hotel mm. in there in Hawaii. And there was a chance for me to start some jiu-jitsu in there, but I was not getting hired to, to teach on anyone's gym and or nothing like that. Right. I had to find since the beginning, the whole thing. Um, so you were going to work in hotel yeah. doing like uh like room cleaning or just i don't know maybe room cleaning okay. you know had a chance to do maybe a massage but yeah and with 20 20 24 25 years old man yeah going to hawaii to live in oh, there yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you want me to do as long as it's it's uh, uh official yeah. <laughs> as long as it's uh uh um uh, how do I say that? Uh, it's not a crime, you know? Right, yeah. I'll be doing. As long as I'm getting paid, it's legal. And it's legal. <laughs> it's legal. I'm getting paid. I'm there. So, but then um, on that time, I had my house in Rio. Mm -hmm. And it was a really unique house. Uh, it was in front of the, uh, of the water, this place in Barra da Tijuca. Uh, there's like a channel. Mm. It looks like a river, yeah. but it's sea. Okay. Like you can see land and and island you can see like crossing a, a, a street you know the distance like crossing street so um i had this house because as my dad passed when i was six i got um a will right mm. so then but the will was a, a an old apartment in an area in rio that i never lived at you know and uh the apartment has had many like uh, pipes problems, you know, electrical yeah. problems. Cause none, no, no one from the family never lived in there. It was always for renting. Hmm. So th the apartment was a bit beat up inside. Yeah. Yeah. And renters don't usually take care no. of shit too well if you let them get away with it. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, in that time it was very common and, um, and it had many, many, 
like document problems too you know old old fees that i had to pay you uh, know yeah. uh there's this fees called like transmission uh tax so if i sell you uh, an apartment i had to pay the tax <laughs> if 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 you're my son and i die and you get this this uh, apartment as a will to you yeah you had to pay the tax okay so basically anything you do with with the with the uh real estate yeah you have to pay tax this tax yeah i think we have pretty much the same thing here probably yeah. probably so um so then i had to pay all of that you know fix the problems in the apartment blah 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 to be able to sell the apartment so that took me a few years to fix it all you know mm -hmm. uh, i didn't have any money to go pay the the, the old fees you know yeah and then did you end up living there while you were doing all that yeah i ended up living there about two years hmm. like sometimes not even <clears throat> just uh, just a mattress on the floor you know <laughs> no couches yep. you know been there <laughs> my my refrigerator was uh ice uh, just like, yeah ice box ice box you yeah. know <laughs> that was my refrigerator you know there's, and, some, there's something good though about keeping it simple sometimes yeah you know like especially when you're that young, like you don't exactly, need much. Exactly right. You don't need much. You don't. Yeah. You don't even want. You know what I mean? Like you got a few books. You got your ice chest full of beer. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Some sound, you know. Yeah. DVD player, yeah. right? Yep. <laughs> yep. DVD player. DVD player with two little two little speakers. Yep. And you're happy. <laughs> and uh, so then uh, I was living there. Ta ta ta. And then uh, this Canadian guy from Toronto came to Silvio's gym to train for a month. Mm. And when he left, he said, oh, if you want, come to Canada, stay with me, you can teach at my gym. But he was just being polite. Mm. But I didn't get the message. <laughs> yeah. So I mailed him back, hey, that offer is, is really running because I'm up to go. Yeah. And then he goes, yeah, yeah, show up, come up and stay as long as you want here. Blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. And then. <laughs> so he was just being nice and then you called him on it. <laughs> and he was probably like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, oh, shit, yeah sure, come up. <laughs> okay, maybe he'll, he'll spend a week here and then he's, he'll be gone. I ended up being there for six months. <laughs> maybe, maybe he thought you'd get there and realize how fucking cold it is yeah. and change your mind. <laughs> I went in January, man. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I learned fast how, how, how cold things can get in there. <laughs> Shit. Toronto in January. Shit. And in, in especially, Rio. Especially going from Rio. In Rio, yeah. uh, it's the opposite. Mm. So we are living summertime in Rio. Mm -hmm. We are, we use Celsius in there. We are on 40, 42 yeah. Celsius. And then when it dropped in Canada, it was minus 40, minus 35. Yeah. I was like, wow. But uh, it was one of the best times in my life living there, man. Because again, 20 something years old. Yeah, in Toronto? In Toronto. Yeah. Now I was finally leaving from Jiu Jitsu, you know. So was he, he was paying you to, yeah. to work at his gym there? Yeah. I was living with them, you know. They're paying for all my bills, you know, giving some money. Nice. You know. And uh, I mean, that's cool, though, that, you know, he kept up on his offer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank God. God is always by my side because things could I mean, get... Yeah, because he could have just emailed you back and been like, yeah, uh, I mean, thanks. I'm sorry. I, I, I probably can't. shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> Call me in six months, maybe. Yeah. 
No, that's cool though. It is. It is. So you just took a chance and moved up to Toronto. And yeah. How, how does that work? Do you have to get like a work visa and all that stuff? Uh, I had to take a, a regular visa. Yeah. Right. So I could not work properly. Mm. You know. So I was not officially working. Yeah. I was helping the classes. <laughs> as far as they knew, you were just there helping. <laughs> just a helper. Yeah. Right. And that's what I was actually doing. Like there was just like a couple of classes that I was teaching by myself. Mm. But usually we're all together, you know, me and because there are two brothers. <clears throat> usually we're all, all of us on the mats, you know, and of course, training, rolling and since my beginning jiu-jitsu, I always like to to share what I learned, you know what I mean? Since the beginning, I never, I had friends who were more like uh, hiding what they learn, what they're doing, ta-ta-ta. I was always like sharing everything, you know, all the details. No, 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 you're doing wrong here. No, don't grab in there, grab over here. Yeah. And uh, I always enjoyed that. I was way, since the beginning, I can see that now. I was being way more a professor than a fighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was not, because to be a good fighter, you have to be very competitive. Mm -hmm. You cannot even be, a, I believe that you cannot be a really good professor if you're a really good uh, a fighter, competitor. Right. Because you don't want anyone to be better than you. <laughs> right? <laughs> and me, I'm the opposite. I want all of my students to be way better than me, you know? I don't want them to be the same level as me. Right. I want them to use what I'm teaching as a base, and then they grow up like sky's the limit, right? I want them to be way better than me. My dream is to have my students stepping me out, you know? <laughs> I know it's a little weird to say that, but... Yeah, but it makes sense because if, you're, if, if your students are tapping you out, then you've done your job. I've done my job. Yeah. Right. You're passing the knowledge on. I've passed the knowledge, the knowledge, the self-esteem. Self yeah. Uh, uh, um, self-esteem. See, sometimes I have to, <laughs> to yeah, think yeah. in Portuguese too, but self-confidence. Right. You know? Yeah. Which makes, it makes perfect sense because yeah. you're, as far as life goes, you're in it to win it. Yeah. But when it comes to teaching your classes and doing this thing that you love to do, you're, you're not in it to win it. No. You know? My win is to see my student yeah. doing exactly perfectly what I taught him. Yep. You know, even a little better. Yeah, that's that's your win. That's my win. Yeah, because that's what I tell everyone. You know, uh, I try to teach. Let's say the jujitsu, the whole jujitsu is this board over here mm -hmm. in front of me. Okay, um, I need to build the foundation before I start building levels. Yeah, you know what I mean. So and uh, okay, I did a good foundation here. The whole space. It's covered, it's foundated, good. I'm gonna start the first level, good. And then I start putting the first break for the first level, okay. I need to check the foundation if it still is good or not. Because mm -hmm. if I start putting just breaks, first, second, third level, and then something goes wrong, oh, where's the mistake? Oh, down there on the, on the, fundament, right. the base fundamental shit. So I have to unbuild yeah. two, three layers, Shit, it's a lot of work, you know, thrown away. Yeah. For both sides, for me, for the student too. So I try to teach jiu-jitsu <clears throat> through the fundamentals, right? And okay, now start growing up a few fundamentals. Guard passing. Okay, I taught you this, 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 and that. 
then by watching you roll in training with other people i can see what you what you got from this fundamental i taught you mm. and then with that i can see that if i can throw a little more here there you know what i mean yeah by your result not by by what i want you to learn so all i could say that all my students uh i try to teach them like privately in my head at least yeah I'm, i'm teaching them privately you know yeah you may, you may have several students all at once but you're yeah you're making sure that you uh you know one on one with them and that you're you're giving them the attention that they need exactly. where they need it yeah yeah where they need cuz i need to teach i need to teach you what you need to learn not what i want you to learn yeah maybe i want you to learn these and that technique that's very advanced but nice to watch but yeah Well, yeah, because I might be good at, you know, like a sweep or something yeah. like that, you know, and then and I want you to be a guy, but, but I suck at arm bars Wait. and then this other guy, it's complete opposite. Yeah. So you're going to work on that with him and this yeah. with me and yeah. you'll exactly. build that foundation. Exactly. And then once the foundation's good, then you'll start the first layer breaks yeah. and so on and so forth. And then we keep going, you know, yeah. building. And I let my students bring bricks to the building too you mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah i don't want to be the only one saying oh you should learn this you should learn that da, da, da. no bring me things you know yeah bring me some craziness if it's if it doesn't fit it's gonna be very clear i better have to say it you're gonna see it yeah if it fits or not yeah, yeah. you're gonna experience <laughs> you know and yep. understand if it fits or not yeah so let it go you know what i mean let's yeah, go it'll become uh, clear on its own right away yeah yeah so uh so then yeah um canada teaching there ta 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 and then um i had to go back to rio mm. I went back to Rio and then was a bit messy. And then I started working here, there. Um, and then what, maybe, maybe seven years later, I got this phone call. Because uh, uh, I don't know if I mentioned, but when I, I don't remember when I went, but I had to live in this city close to Rio. Mm. that is up in the mountains like two hours driving up in the mountains called Teresopolis mm. I lived in there for about two years and there I was teaching in a gym with this guy who we became really close friends Marcelo uh, and then we we're together for yeah I think two three years in there in Teresopolis it, it was his gym and I was teaching there getting paid blah 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 and teaching there and then um I moved back to Rio, and then one day he calls me, hey, let's meet, blah, 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 I have an opportunity for you, I'm, okay. And then we met, he said, oh, I'm leaving to Abu Dhabi. I was called to, to go teaching there, mm. and um, I want to know if you want to, to, to keep my gym. I said, man, this is a great offer. I'm really humbled with that, thank you so much. But I'm already in Rio, you know, I don't want to get back to Teresopolis again, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm building my life in there. I don't want to go backwards, you know. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it, but I'm going to pass. I'm, okay, no problem. Blah, blah, blah. And then he went to Abu Dhabi. One year later, I was at home. Now she's my wife, but we are just girlfriend and boyfriend at that time. Yeah. And then like 6 a.m., phone ringing. It was him. Hey, man. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, 
Send me a resume for yesterday. Don't wait a minute. Send it for yesterday. Your resume, all the pictures you can get, send me all that for yesterday. Don't waste a minute. I said, okay, and listen, stop smoking weed. <laughs> I'm like, okay, shit, all right. <laughs> and then I hang up the phone, and then my wife, my, my girlfriend, what is that? Who is that? I said, oh, Marcelo from Teresa. Oh, yeah. What he wants, never mind, let's go back to sleep, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but women, right, said, what? Let me know, what, what's going on? He said, oh, he, he asked me to, he invited me to go to Abu Dhabi teaching that too I had to send him my resume and stuff but I don't want to and then she goes why not I said look because if I move over there our relationship's gonna get gone yeah we cannot have a relationship that far yeah. right and between that job and you I chose you man <laughs> tears on her eyes right oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she got all emotion and then she goes, That's okay. cool, though. It is, it yeah. is. I mean, but, but there was for real, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was mean, not it, planning or thinking about the future. That's just what I felt, yeah. you know? I don't want to switch you by a, a job on the other side of the world, you know, in right. a different country, different language. No, I don't want that. Yeah. But then she goes, Leo, this is your, this is your dream coming true, you know? You always dreamed on teaching jiu-jitsu only as a money maker. So don't give up on that, please. Let's see what you can do. And then I call him back and then he said, Leo, <clears throat> to bring her with you, you have to be married. Mm. Here in the country, you cannot even have a girl at your apartment if you're not married to her. Yeah. She cannot, she can't be there, you know? Yeah, they're, they're pretty strict. Yeah, yeah. Crazy strict, wow. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever, so taking over his, his gym, that he left there and what was that called uh it was uh marcelo freitas jiu-jitsu and he was related to grace umaita but it but that was in uh terra what was the name terrazopolis terrazopolis yeah so do you ever think about that now and think man i should have actually taken that no over? No? no way I would be way unhappier if I stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I would um, be more stable in life, faster. Yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, what's that worth? <clears throat> Especially still when you're that young. Exactly. You can afford no. to be a little unstable. Exactly, right? Yeah. I'm still sta unstable in those days. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so then. Um, so she, so you're, you're now wife told you hey leo it's your dream it's you your dream you cannot let it go you yeah. know you have to that's cool of her to, it is to, it to is. push that and say like no yeah i appreciate that you love me that much but but you need to do you yeah yeah so when he said oh you guys have to be married to come here i told her i said look if you want to come with me you have to get married yeah and then she goes okay so let's get married yeah why not <laughs> And we've been together for about five or six years, but we're not planning to get married soon, you know. Yeah. In Brazil, it's a lot of money to get married, mm -hmm. and there's no point, you know. Yeah. So <clears throat> then I said, okay, we got married, and then we moved to Abu Dhabi, and then, man, crazy times. I, I need a book just for that. <laughs> we're, we're staying in the same hotel for six months. All the black belt, like, 30 black belts, you know, living in the hotel all, for six months. Like all trainers? 
Yeah. Okay. Would be teaching there, would be spreading, because we are hired to teach on, on the schools in there, hmm. uh, Arabic schools. Yeah. Because they have Arabic schools for local people, mm -hmm. and they have like English school, Indian school for foreigners. Yeah. So we are hired to teach for, for Arabic kids. Mm. And so then, yeah, man, it, it, crazy times, crazy <laughs> times. And you're not allowed to drink in there. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think they even sell liquor outside of like certain hotels even, if at all. Just inside hotels. Yeah. And there was one store in the whole Abu Dhabi that would sell drink, uh, beer, uh, mm -hmm. alcohol. Yeah. You know? Uh, liquor or beer or wine, whatever. Yeah. But only one store in the whole city, and it closed at eight. Yeah. So if you had an argument with your wife, too late, you're in trouble. Because <laughs> uh, let's say if the police knocks at your door and you have four people inside your apartment mm. and there is alcohol in the house, it doesn't need to be open can be in the fridge sealed doesn't matter if you have more than four people and alcohol inside the apartment mm -hmm. everybody's arrested jeez right away <clears throat> you leave the apartment in handcuffs huh. <laughs> and uh if you're a foreigner like me you cannot go to jail so if you go to jail they, you, you they, go back yeah they just deport you right away they deport you right away yeah so man, it was so stressful because sometimes there was someone's uh, birthday or something. We wanted to celebrate, to have a beer, yeah. you know, watch football on TV and have a beer. No. Yeah, and you're couldn't. like, no, I'm good. No, it's <laughs> fine. I got better shit to worry about. <laughs> so then um, we were there for a year and <clears throat> I've learned a lot about human beings. Lots and lots about human beings, cause. Well, I mean, I bet. <laughs> Dealing with them for thirty some years. And in there, there's something different. <laughs> um, the local people—they're not clear. They 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 hide their feelings. Mm. So maybe uh, we work together, right, for a year, two years, and I hate you. Mm. like bad yeah but you cannot even imagine that because the way i am all the time with you you believe that i am I'm your, your best friend mm -hmm. <laughs> in reality i'm doing the best i can to put you down mm. you know like so i start to see a lot of brazilian people going through that way you know so, <laughs> so they they just hate you because you're a foreigner or what no it's the way they are oh. uh <clears throat> In there, if let's say we have a, 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 I'm going to park my car on the street mm -hmm. and you're going to get the same parking spot, right? And then, oh, that's my park. No, it's mine. Uh, if, if we argue to each other and I'm, it's so weird. And if I make a, a, a movement, I don't need to touch you. If we're having an argument and I make a rough movement, I'm in jail. <laughs> I don't need to touch you for that. So they're just like zero tolerance all the way. Exactly. Right. Wow. So nobody shows their feelings. Yeah. You know? They're mad to something. Okay, sir, go ahead. Uh, take the spot. Hmm. And then I saw the Brazilian people being like that too. You know, hmm. people that I knew from blue belt in Rio, 
talking bad things about you because they heard something mm. from someone else. Man, I was like, man, what the hell's going on here, right? All of us, we had a $5,000 salary without paying any bills. We didn't pay rent. We didn't pay electricity, nothing. Hmm. The only thing I was paying was my car loan, gas, and food, and anything I wanted to buy. Yeah, I'll everything else was taken care of, though. Everything. So why people are being like that to each other, you know? Because, mm -hmm. okay, if I talk bad things about you, you mean you get fired. Yeah. I cannot point someone to your spot. You know well, what I mean? mean, unfortunately, that's it's kind of human nature. Right. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Exactly. I, I think, personally, I think it's better to just let it out. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't mean you have to get violent with somebody. No, but like, I, I would never... Say your word. Yeah, I won't... I, I try very hard to hold steady to... I, I won't say something about somebody that I won't say to your face. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. if I think you're a piece of shit, I'm going to tell you you're yeah. a piece of shit to yeah. your face before yeah. I'd ever go tell somebody else. Yeah, exactly. I'm like that too. Yeah, and you, you, know? you can take that however you want. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you can get pissed about it. Yeah. You can punch me in the face if you yeah. want to. I don't give a shit, but yeah. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think and yeah. why. Yeah. And I'm not going to go say it to all these people Exactly. And that was what is happening there, you know. People, they have something with you. Instead yeah. of telling you, they would tell everyone else. Yeah. That's, and then when you, knew, when you knew there are 80 people, yeah. knowing that you're leaving back to Brazil in a week, yeah. and you're not. <laughs> yeah. And it's especially stupid to do that. Especially when you have a, like a work relationship with people. Right. I think. And we're on the same boat. Yeah. Some of us used to say that, man, we're on the same boat. Mm -hmm. Why some people want to paddle more, paddle less, not paddle, push people outside of the, bo the, the, the boat? We're on the same boat. Yeah. We're on the same level, right. you know, same payment. You know what I mean? So what's the, the meaning of that, of being mean to people? Just <laughs> humans. Yeah. It's just, the only answer that I can they get. They can't. <laughs> yeah. They're humans. They yeah. can't, so they're doing it. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No. No. I would I would prefer if someone thinks I'm a dick to just come tell me. Exactly. Because then at least I have the option yeah. to change. To change something. or not. Yeah. And, and I can choose to be like, yeah, well, fuck you. Yeah. It. Yeah. Or I can be like, hey, okay, what can I yeah, do Yeah, it makes sense what I just saying. So maybe I should change this or that in my yeah. life. I mean, I have literally worked with people that I have told them, you know, after getting to know them for a while, I'd be like, I think you're a piece of shit, <laughs> but you're really good at what you do. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Uh -huh. So let's just do what we got to do and work yeah. together. Yeah. But I'm not going to have beers with you later. Exactly. <laughs> you don't need to be friends. Yeah. You just need to work together. Yeah. But, but I'm not going to go tell everybody else in the building that, that I fucking hate them and they're stupid exactly. and then put on a smile and be nice to them to their face. That doesn't get you anywhere. And there was, there was happening all the time yeah. all around, you know, yeah. not just, just me, you know, everyone, yeah. man, that's two faced and it's lame. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. You yeah. Know? I, I, I'm totally the opposite of that, you know? Yeah. And then I had to swallow all of that, all the time, all the time, you know, listen one side, listen the other side and pretending that I didn't listen to anything, you know? Yeah. All the, it was so hard on me, you know? Sit around listening to the chickens clucking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It was so... And then after a while, after so, a so year... So I imagine that's why you left Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Yeah. After a year, my wife got pregnant. Hmm. And that's then... That's a good reason. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, man, this place here is so, people are so fake, you know, so yeah. two faces. Let's leave. It's like what? Living, it's like living in LA, but you can't even drink. <laughs> <laughs> I never lived in there, but I'll take your word. I haven't either, but I've been there enough to know that that's uh, how everybody is. Okay. Smile to your face and then bitch all about you. in the back. Yep. Shit. I hate that. Fake as fuck. I hate that. <laughs> I'm, uh, sometimes I'm too clear, you know? Yeah. I'm too loyal and I'm too, I, I, I show who I am really fast. Yeah. That's not, like that's not a not. bad thing. That's not a bad thing. At least I wish more people were like to that. To me, at least makes my life easier. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you don't yeah. like me, I'm going to see it right away and that's it. Right. But that's important. I think it's important for people to know who you are up front. Exactly. Because it is. It's a lot less work for you to have to pretend to be something you're not. Yeah. Just to make them happy. Yeah. Like if they don't like you, they don't have to hang out with you. Exactly. That's, that's fine. And I don't want everybody to like me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have these think that oh i want ever no i don't want everybody to like me yeah and you know? i want the right people to like me people that are like right. me exactly you know exactly and, and that's that's what people don't seem to understand is not everybody no. has to like you no. and not everyone should no. you know who should like you people who are like-minded who yeah. you get along with exactly that's what's important exactly you need to surround yourself with the kind of people who are going to help you be successful at what you want to be and what uh-huh. you want to do, uh-huh. which means those people should like you. Yeah. And if they yeah. don't, well then either you can change yeah. or not. Yeah. Exactly. But don't, but don't be fake and don't yeah. be two faced. Yeah. Just trying to get somewhere Yeah. because it's going to, you're just going to build a house of cards. that's going to crumble. Yeah. It's not going to last forever. Yeah. So, and then when people realize who you really are, man. Yeah. Then they realize that you're a two faced piece of shit and they shit. hate you more. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe you had a big, uh, uh, card house built yeah. and it's going to be a huge yeah. destruction, you know? So yep. yeah, it's not worth it. No, I rather show who I am right away. You know, yeah. like it or not. I had this, uh, uh, he was my mom's friend. Because my mom was going to AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, oh, yeah. for a while. And uh, she had this friend in there. I mean, one day he told me this sentence that phew, he made a... That's what, exactly what I was saying, but in a sentence. He said, Leo, crazy? We all are. All of us. Hmm. It doesn't matter if you drink, if you don't, if you do drugs, if you don't. Crazy? mental illness yeah we all are the only thing is we should look to hang out with people that they say has the same craziness as you <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yep. to me the biggest craziness in the world is people trying to make other people's crazy as them yeah you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah had the same illness as you no it's not possible yeah you know hang out with people that has the same craziness as you or similar or i i can i can deal with your craziness but right. if i really hate your craziness whatever it is right because things can be crazy for me and, and normal for you right so no matter what craziness i have if i if i'm looking for people who has the same one as me okay we're all going to be fine. But if I want to hang out with you that has a different craziness and I want to change you, hmm. that's the biggest craziness. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much a roadmap for all relationships. Exactly. You know? Especially when it comes to like a girlfriend or you uh-huh. know, a partner or something you can be with. Find somebody who shares your weird. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
And you cannot change people. Yeah. I mean, two crackheads can stay together forever. Forever. (laughs) Forever. (laughs) So, you know, that's what I tried to do, you know, right away. Once I get a new student at at the gym, right away I show who I am. Yeah. You know, what I think about life, what my political view is, you know. If you like it, awesome. You don't, you, you don't need to have the same opinion as me. Yeah. I don't have to have the same opinion as you. We just have to respect each other's. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. If you can do that, awesome. Let's go. Yeah. If you can't, okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's, that's kind of gone the way of the dodo these days. Yeah. It's like, okay, we don't have to agree on everything. That's fine. Yeah. Let's just do what we're here to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. I like that, you know. Yeah. Makes life easier. Make life makes life way easier. It does. So after Abu Dhabi, where'd you go? So after Abu Dhabi, I went back to Rio, and I was feeling like down, you know. Yeah. Cause there I was living like a king life, you know. I had money as much as I wanted. The car that I dreamed to buy, you know, everything. And then I went back to Rio. So you, you left Abu Dhabi because of all the f- fake people and bullshit yeah. and because yeah. and your your wife got pregnant. Yeah. And you just kind of decided you were done with it? Yeah. It's time to get out of there? Yeah. I said, man, I'm going to be staying here in this crazy place with these fake people. Yeah. You know? So you went back to Rio and then... You know, you you started looking back at it like, fuck, this sucks. Like, I had it made, all this. I, I had to leave it behind. I didn't have a, a gym to teach. Yeah. You know, I had to build from zero, you know. So, and I had my, my wife pregnant right away. Then yeah. I could not spend much time looking, thinking what I would do. I had to find something to do right away. Yeah. To make so, were you, so were you getting down because you you felt like you were leaving all this cool shit behind and you had to make a decision, you know, that you didn't want to make. Uh-huh. And I was feeling down cause, uh, um, yeah. Cause I had to leave all of that behind, you know? I mean, I was living the dream. Yeah. I was getting a good payment just to teach jujitsu. That was my dream in, in my life. Yeah. You know, to have a good life from jujitsu. And I finally had that, but then I had to quit it all mm-hmm. because of, fucking dumb people around me yeah you know fucking two-faced people around me i was but i mean what's your sanity worth exactly you know you know yeah it sucks to walk away from that but i mean at the same time if it's not really serving you mentally i remember me and my wife were like man this life we live here with these people is not worthy yeah the, the the payment we get yeah you know it's not worth it because again you're mental you know what I mean? I was depressed all the time. Yeah. Well, yeah. And money's not everything. No. Uh-uh. And knowing what no. you know in your experience, like you, you'll find something. I will. So I went back to Rio and then I started driving a cab. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who put that in my mind. Oh, buy a cab. It's going to be easy to make money. This and that. Ta, ta, ta. I said, okay, might be a good idea. Hmm. And then I bought a cab. And I started driving a cab in Rio. Man. (laughs) (laughs) What did I do, man? The car that I bought was already used, but it was like one year used. So I thought it was fine. Yeah, it's usually not bad. For a cab, 
it's too much. Yeah. You know, I didn't know about that. So I bought the car. And uh, was it, what is it already used as a cab before? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I yeah. believe so. So it had some miles on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was pretty bit up. So basically every week I had to spend one or two days at the, the, uh, repair shop mm. and, uh, and spending money with that. And yeah. man, and some man, so many crazy stars in there. I remember this day I was, uh, there's this spot in downtown Rio. It's called Lapa. It's very famous, very, very old, a hmm. uh, partying area in Rio, you know, since 1800, hmm. you know? So, um, so I was doing, uh, some, some other friend who was a taxi driver too, told me, Leo, go there. There's this guy, this guy standing with a vest, you know, and <clears throat> you just drive by him slowly. Once you stop, he's going to open your door and put someone, some passages inside. Hmm. You get any change you have with you, coins, whatever. It doesn't matter how much it is. And just hand it to him. Okay, go. Uh, uh, take your passenger, whatever they want to go. Drive back there and stop in front of him again. He's going to put more passages on you. But you have to keep giving him some change. Every passage he gives you, no matter how much you're giving him, but give some. If you don't give him any once, next time you stop by... He's not going to get you any, 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 hmm. any passengers. I'm like, okay. That's Sounds sketchy for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there was like during the whole night. Cause in Rio, we party until morning. Yeah. There's no 2 a.m. Uh, 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 call that they have here. Yeah, last bar, call. Last call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't know where the last call is in Rio. <laughs> we have no, I, I learned that here. <laughs> I didn't know about last call before moving to California. <laughs> and I was working in a, in a bar in there as a bouncer in california we're gonna we can go to get to that too seems, that seems like a good job <laughs> probably makes more use of your skills than a cab driver way more <laughs> <laughs> so uh i remember this day man i got those i was getting to this guy with the vast guy yeah. you know but then uh like one or two blocks before getting to the guy I saw these, it was a bar closing, hmm. and then there was one guy out, and then he was waving, and I said, okay, I'm gonna take this guy. Instead of going there to the vast guy, I said, I'm gonna take this guy. And then I stopped, and then he opens the door, and then he holds and shouts to inside the bar, let's go, let's go, you're taking forever, let's go. I'm like, fuck, what did they do, man? Because I thought it was just one guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's more people, you know? And in Rio, you don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, it could be anything. It can be anything, you know? It can. So I said, oh, fuck, it's not just one guy. It's going to be more than one guy. Shit, should I just drive and leave him standing there? But he was holding the door, you know? Mm, yeah. And then three other guys came. So out of nowhere, I had my, my car full of people, you know, full of mans, yeah. you know? And okay, that's the job, right? So let's go. Yeah. Middle of the night, you know, 2 a.m. Okay, let's go. <laughs> but I thought to myself, they're closing the, the bar, they're working, you know, so they're probably workers, you know, going back home, whatever. Yeah. Everything is going to be fine. Please, Lord, be with me. <laughs> and then um, 
when they start driving, they go, oh, can you drive us to uh, Union Park? And I'm like, uh-huh. And I say, hey. I thought to myself, wait a second, Union Park? It was a favela, a, a slum, you know? It was called uh, Slum uh, par, uh, uh, Favela Park, you know? Hmm. I was like, wait, 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 wait. You mean the slum in there, the favela in there? And then he goes, oh yeah, it's over there, but it's not deep inside. It's like uh, on the very entrance of the favela. You don't need to go inside. Hmm. So look, man, I'm sorry. I don't want to disrespect anyone, but I don't drive to favelas, you know. It's too dangerous. It's my rule. I'm sorry. Yeah. I can I can drop you somewhere else that you can get another cab. But then they go, no, 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 we're not getting inside. We're just going to this friend's bar to, to drink a little more. And it's on, it's on the very interest. You don't need to drive inside. It's no danger. You're going to be fine. Don't worry. I'm like, holy shit. Okay, let's go. And then we went there. It was a bit far from where we were. When you got there, uh, I went like one block inside. I said, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm stopping right now. <laughs> where are you staying? This is as far as I'm going. <laughs> as far as I'm going to here, you know, <laughs> where are you staying? Oh, no, no, on this corner here, it's fine. I said, okay. And then I stopped on the corner. They dropped off. They dropped out, right? Mm -hmm. And then I had to turn the car to go back on the same street I was. I didn't want to go around the block or something oh, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wanted to just switch the uh, direction of my car and drive backwards on the same street I was. Because I've seen before, right? It was safe. Yeah. But when I turned the street to make the turn and come back, man, there was this table saying, uh, sitting there and two kids maybe 15, 17 years old, man, one of them was holding like a Glock or something mm. on his hand already. Yeah. Uh, there was a bag of uh, cocaine, uh, little bags. Oh yeah. Little, little tiny baggies. Yeah. Yeah. But man, the bag with the little bags inside, because on TV, you're used to sell to see police when they arrest uh, uh, drug dealers. Yeah, you and see they, like they see, you see like like duffel bags full of bricks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I was used to seeing that, but man, that bag I think was the biggest bag that I ever saw in my whole life, <laughs> full of little bags of cocaine inside. <laughs> and then. I had just turned, I saw this, this picture, right? Yeah. The big bag of cocaine over the table. <laughs> One kid standing, holding like a Glock or a piece or something. And this other kid, he was sitting down in front of the table. He didn't have a rifle on his lap. You know those uh, Second War machine guns with like six barrels? They go like turning. Oh, yeah. It was something like that. So he had like a... Like a small minigun? <laughs> a huge thing like that. Chain cannon? On his lap. Jeez. <laughs> and then when I turned, that I looked, I, I stopped, I looked, and then he goes, hey, come here, you want something, you want something. Because they thought I was, because uh, in there, in Rio, it's very common for people. They don't go to the favela to buy the drugs. Yeah. They hire the cab driver to go over there, buy for them, and bring for and them. And come back. You know? Yeah. 
So when I turn, he look at me, hey, a tax, a tax, right? Yeah. Oh, come here, you want some? No, no, thank, I'm just, I'm just turning to go back, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, okay, Playboy. Playboy is when they, they think you're rich, yeah. they call you Playboy. Yeah. It's fine, Playboy, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. if you want anything, we're here. No, thank you, thank you, I'm, I'm leaving, bye. <laughs> man, I went straight back to home, you know, I said, man, I'm not driving anymore, it was too much for me, you know. So is that your that was your turning point for uh, driving a taxi cab? No, my turning point was <laughs> a little worse. That was that wasn't I even the little more that step. wasn't even the last straw. No, no, no. <laughs> I have my my wife pregnant, you know. I could not quit just for you know yeah. a little thing, just because it's a big gun. <laughs> little thing. <laughs> Come on, it's just a little gun with a little drugs, you know. Ah, no big deal. No big deal. Come on. <laughs> no, this day I was driving back from the airport because hmm. okay uh <laughs> man how many times do i have because i talk a lot yeah. so how much time you got i'm 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 fine man i have just my wife you know waiting for me so hmm. i'm fine i can be whatever i want so um because i was driving my cab from 6 a.m to 6 p.m every day and uh, my wife's uncle he was renting my cab between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. Okay. So he was driving it. He was he driving at night time, and I was driving at daytime. Because after that happened, I said, okay, yeah. I'm not driving at night anymore. <laughs> yeah. no wonder, I, had a, I had a reason. <laughs> no wonder you were taking your car to the shop all the time. It's running 24-7. 24-7. 24-7 nonstop. So during nighttime, as I had my wife pregnant, he would leave his car with me. Mm. So I had a car if I needed yeah. for anything. But um, in Brazil, in Rio, there are a lot of uh, backpackers hostels. Oh yeah, they have bunk beds, da da da. Yeah, it's like a like a commons hotel. Yes, yes. So um, and I knew because there was this village in Rio mm. with full of hostels inside, maybe fifteen hostels inside, and before driving the cab before going to Abu Dhabi <laughs> I forgot about that I was working for tourists mm. so I was driving them uh, from those hostels to this place that's called Ilha Grande B a big island in mm. Rio okay. so they could get the boat to go to the island so I knew many many owners in there so when they knew that I had my cab blah 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 they would call me hey Leo I had this guy here in the airport to pick up 11, 11 p.m., 1 a.m., can you go, pa, pa, pa. But, so, I was driving 6 to 6, getting back home at 6, changing keys with him, right? He would park his car, I would park my cab, we'd switch keys, he would take the cab, go, and I'll go back home. Hmm. Man, I remember getting at home, getting inside the house, crushing at the couch, you know, and sleeping one hour minimum, then waking up to go shower, have dinner, talk to my wife, be a person. Yeah. Because before that, I was not a person. I was yeah. not a human being. Yeah, driving for 12 hours. <laughs> Every single day, man. Yeah. And no, no uh, automatic uh, gear. Oh, yeah, so it's all manual. All manual. <laughs> 
So, uh, and then I, st I still have those guys to, to go pick up or pick, 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 or take, take to the airport or pick up from the airport. Yeah. Basically every night. And okay, they're landing at one. Okay. So have to be there at one sharp. But they don't get out before 2, 2.30. Because mm. they need passports, blah, 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 big lines. Right. Wait for their, their, their uh, luggage. Sometimes they would have some trouble with that. So, man. And then I had to drive back to, to their hostels. That would take about another 45, 55 minutes. Mm. Sometimes we have traffic one hour. So it was basically three, four hours <laughs> every just, night. Just sitting around waiting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And on the time that I should be at home sleeping. Yeah. My 12 hours off. <laughs> There's not off. Yeah. So then this day I was driving back and there's this car in front of me, right? And in, in Brazil, it's kilometers, not miles. Yeah. But the, the, the road we were was like 60 miles maximum hmm. and he was like 30 and it was raining you know hmm. dark i was coming then I, when i saw I, I got scared right with the car that's that's low in front of me right so i pushed the 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 high high uh lights. The, the high beams yeah yeah two 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 yeah like two three times and then uh he opens to me and then i go passing and then i was going to say hey uh, you're going too slow or something right yeah when i did this Man, he was pointing a gun to me. <laughs> I'm gonna be kidding me, I'm gonna be kidding me. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so then after the, that day I said, okay, maybe I should not st keep driving anymore, you know, maybe yeah. I should find a new job, you know. And then um, one of my friends, he invited me to work at his uh, restaurant. He had an Arabic restaurant in Rio. Hmm. And he, he invited me to be a manager in there. So I started working there on the restaurant, you know. And so you were, you were managing the restaurant? Managing the restaurant. Hmm. For maybe another year to, yeah, I would say another year. And I could eat anything I wanted. I wasn't training hmm. consistently. Yeah. I was right in a really bad shape from the tax time. Yeah. I, I imagine <laughs> driving 12 hours a day, you're, you're eating on the road. You don't and have just, a lot of time to go to the gym. No. Cause by the time you get home, right? Like the other 12 hours of the day, if you're sleeping a full eight hours, yeah. you only get four hours exactly. to do everything else. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then, um, and when I was driving, I was driving 12 hours and there was no, not even GPS on the time. Mm, yeah. So you had to be driving all the time to get passengers. Nobody would call you or. Yeah. It wasn't like I mean? Uber where you no. could just like, hit a button and somebody yeah. comes and gets you. Oh man. Yeah. That is a dream, you know? Yeah. I had to be physically driving, you know, to find passengers. Oh man. I, I I'm still thinking that that was the most tiring, most hard work that I ever had in my life. I can see that. Yeah. It was, man. I mean, you're, you're not, you're not physically moving much. You're sitting in a seat driving, yeah, but yeah. it's mentally taxing. Exactly. Because your eyes are on the road all the time and yeah. you're having to deal with crazy dudes with coke Criminals. and guns. People, and, can, people can come steal you, you know? Yeah. 
Man. I'm always worried about if this guy getting in my cab is yeah. going to pull a gun on me yeah. and try to take all my money. Yeah. Yeah. It was in eating like just shit, you know. Yeah. Something fast. Right. You know. It's not like you can stop and I you know, don't want to be one make hour. yourself some chicken. No, no way. Yeah. And I was not even going back home to eat, you know, I was yeah. eating on the road, whatever, you know. Oh, I'm starving. Gas station burritos. Ga yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, and then I went to the restaurant, started working there. Okay, you can eat whatever you want. <laughs> Great. So, okay. I was already in a bad shape. It went a little worse. Yeah. I went, I, I need to do the accounting because we use kilos. But I was, I was 171 pounds. Mm. Okay, 171. And then I went to 202. Okay, yeah. Okay, like 30 pounds. 30 pounds. Like that. Yeah, and we're, we're roughly the same height. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> And man, I could not go under. Yeah, this uh, 202 is 92 kilos. Mm -hmm. I remember I got in a point. Said, man, I need to lose some weight. I cannot be like that, you know. Yeah. Fuck, fucking black belt and a terrible, terrible uh, uh, shape, man. Oh, you just be like Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe I should learn like, some some. Uh, dude, you're 250 pounds. I've been doing this for like 134 years. <laughs> exactly. So I could not go under 90 kilos. Mm. I could lose. Oh, I need to lose weight. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not eating. I'm not drinking soda. Not eating this. Not eating that. Blah, blah, blah. And then we'll check my weight. 90. Okay, doing good. Bah. Not eating these, not eating that, pa 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 pa. Went to check it again, 91. <laughs> and then again, we check. I could not go under 90. So, yeah, so you like plateaued, you were like capped yeah. out. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. break that plateau, man. Yeah. And then I remember this day, I went to check my weight, was 89.9. Hey. I took a picture, I was the happiest guy ever. Yeah. And then I remember this day, that was my turning point. I was I was going to the bus to the bus stop to get a bus back home, mm. and then I saw my bus starting to leave, starting to drive, and I said, "Okay, I'm gonna catch it." And I ran to catch the bus. Man, it was maybe from here to your TV or something. You know, it was it wasn't too far, mm. but I could feel those big guys here. Oh, yeah. no, on your back, yeah. on your lower back. The muffin haunches back there. <laughs> you have a name for that, I love it. <laughs> Mine were really big, man. I felt that like, bah, bah, yeah. jumping around, you know? <laughs> and I could not catch the bus. Yeah. That day, I said, You were like, fuck, I am so out of shape. Fuck, I'm so <laughs> out of shape. I don't know if it's gonna be possible to turn back. Hmm. That was my, my mental issue, you know yeah. what I mean? I was afraid to get in a point where I couldn't go back, you know? Yeah, I don't think there's really a point that there's no return unless you get to where you're so heavy that you, you literally have like physical problems with moving uh, yeah. around. Yeah. Short of that, I yeah. mean, you can always lose it. It's yeah. just gonna take a hell of a lot longer. Exactly, exactly. But me, I wasn't sure, right? So I said, man, I need to do, to do something now. Yeah. If I wait a little longer, maybe it's going to be too long. 
then uh, I thought to myself, man, tomorrow I'm going back to jiu-jitsu no matter what. No matter what. I'm going back tomorrow. I got home, got to my wife, said, look, I'm going back to jiu-jitsu tomorrow. So after work, I'm not going back home right away, mm. okay? I'm going to take about two more hours to get back home because I'm going to the gym to start training. And they said, okay, no problem. Go ahead. Yeah. I know that you need that, so go ahead. And then I signed me up to a friend's gym that was like two blocks from this restaurant that I was working at. Mm. And then I restarted training, <laughs> and which was terrible because yeah. I, I remember telling him, I said, look, you need to choose if I'm going to do warm up or rolling because both is not possible right now. Yeah. But thank God with time, I got my shape back again. Stop eating that much shit uh, um, on the restaurant, you know. So put yourself on a plan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, then um, so then uh, what happened that I stopped working at the restaurant? Uh, let me. Oh wait. Oh yeah, I start driving for for tourists again. Mm. Instead of the the cab, I sold yeah. the cab and I bought like a nice car to drive for for tourists. I had a lot of people that I knew from hostels, from all of that. So So you were doing more of like a private car service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then I was doing that for some time and then I restarted teaching again, but I was doing both. Mm. I was teaching, but teaching didn't didn't give enough money for my bills for everything I needed. So I need to do a side job that was uh, uh, driving, and I was on that for maybe another couple of years, mm. one year, two years, something like that. Then uh, I had this friend. I start I start telling my wife that we need to leave Rio, leave Brazil again, because as I said, when I was in Canada. I lived in a place where everything worked. Yeah. And in Brazil, still nowadays, the feeling you have is, oh, things are made to not work for me. You know what I mean? Mm. You struggle to make it work and then something, there's a little trap. Yeah. Like there's always something, always something, something there to hold you back. Yeah. Yeah. And something that they didn't tell you in the beginning. Mm. You know what I mean? You just realize when you're on the road already. Right. Oh no, bad choice, ah, too late. Yeah. So then um, I had this, that house that I told you in front of the water, right? In Rio, in Baja. Mm -hmm. And then I started telling my wife, look, we have to leave, we have to leave, we have to move somewhere. Ah, oh, again, I don't want to, because to, we had this uh, bad, uh, uh, bad experience in Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Right? So right. she didn't want to go away again. She had a big family in Rio, right? She wanted to be in there. I said, no, no, this, that, da, da, I started to show her on TV everything. Did you hear that? Did you hear what, this, what, he, what he said? You know what it means? It means this, this, and that, da, da, da. I started to open her eyes mm -hmm. for what was going on around us in the country, yeah. right? That if we stay there, would be on the same spot forever. Because as long as you, 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 you're up, To be. Como é que é a palavra? Agora esqueci nas duas línguas de novo. Porra, toda hora isso acontece. <risos> é... Caramba! Agora sumiu mesmo nas duas línguas. Tem que ser. É... 
Do you want to be successful? Or? No, if you want to be uh, 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 trustable, if you want to be shit, man, not the, the word really escaped from my mind. <laughs> um, if you want to be... Are you, if, are you talking about if you want to get somewhere, if you want if, to if you, if, aspire if, to no, be better? Or? If, if you want to succeed in there, oh, okay. you cannot be a good character. Mm. If you're a good character and you keep your morals, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to succeed. Yeah. You can't get anywhere unless unless you sell your soul. You, exactly, yeah. you sell your soul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, I had friends and even family who had business. You know, they had to do a little skip here and there for mm. taxes, this and that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't survive. You know what yeah. I mean? You got to do some shady shit. Yeah. And I was not up to that. You know yeah. what I mean? I was really not up to that. I wanted to be black and white, you know, clear. Yeah. And you know. wanted to ride the line and be legit. Exactly. Yeah. And man, maybe maybe I'm lazy, you know what I mean? But the reason I don't lie is because I don't want to be remembering what I told you last year to keep that lie again for a man. Yeah. It, it, That's not too- lazy, dude. That's keeping your mind right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I hate that. Yeah, no. once once you start lying, then you have to keep lying to, to keep cover lying, that lie. To cover and, then that lie one. To cover, and then you have to remember all the fucking lies exactly. you told. Exactly. I don't have that good memory, you know? Yeah, exactly. Eventually, <laughs> somebody's going to figure out your horseshit and come along. Exactly. And, and then all, all everything you did, gone because yeah. I feel lies, you know? Yeah. So I said, no, no, no. That's, that's not that's not lazy at all. That's not that's not for me, you yeah. know. I, I like to be clear. On that time, I was smoking weed, you know. Mm-hmm. So I like to speak my voice, to say whatever, right. to, to make jokes, you know what I mean? I didn't want to be paranoid. No, I cannot say about Abu Dhabi because before, no. Yeah. I hated that idea, you know. So um, I told her, I said, look, if you want to succeed in life, we have to go out of Brazil. Because if, if we stay here, you're going to be on that same spot forever. You know, like making your payment and using it all for your minimum bills. And that's it. You right. know? And then you struggle to, to finish your month. And I said, no, I don't want that. Let's go somewhere. Let's. Oh, where to? Shit. I don't know. <laughs> Let me think about it. Let me figure that out. And then um, I had this friend who was from Jiu-Jitsu too, and he was in Canada, in, um, not Toronto, in Vancouver. Mm. And then he said, oh, Leo, uh, if you want, because I told him I was planning to sell my house and move somewhere. I said, Leo, I have my gym here, but he, he, he is a doctor. Mm. So he could just teach one class a day at night time after his work. Yeah. You know, so he, he just had a few students. Didn't have a whole lot of time for it. No. Yeah. So he said, Leo, I want to grow up the gym, but I cannot do it by myself because I work all day long. So if you want, we can be partners in there. We can even get a new location for the gym, mm-hmm. right? And if you like the name, you can keep the name, the, the, the logo, whatever. But we can change location for a better location. And then you teach all day long. And then if you let me teach you once a day, I'm going to be really happy. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, bro, we can do that. No problem. Let's do that. Okay, let's do that. He came to Rio because he was right in Canada. He came to Rio. We met, blah, blah, blah. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Nice. And then uh, 
It's so much, man. We need like two days <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> I was trying to sell my house, but the market in Rio was really low yeah. on that time. Really, really low. Was impossible to sell anything. Mm. Not not just cheap yeah. ones or expensive ones. Was not possible to sell. And if you could sell, would be for way less. Yeah, you got to make the choice of whether or not it's worth it to just dump it for pennies. Yeah, yeah. Or if you want to, or if wait you wanted longer. to wait longer yep. and make more money, and if we wanted to leave, so I didn't want it to take long, right? So then, <laughs> uh, okay, trying to sell the house, but we are there, ta ta ta, and we had the, the real estate. Uh, people coming, ta ta ta, bringing possible customers, ta ta ta. Man, I remember this day. Uh, this couple came to look at the house, blah blah blah. They took a look. Oh, we love blah blah blah. This and that, ta ta ta. But you don't have all the money. Mm. But we have some, a good amount. So. I'm gonna talk to some family tonight to see if we can make this offer better. And then tomorrow I'm gonna talk to you and make a nice offer hmm. so you can leave. Because I was very clear, everybody knew that I was selling my house to leave Brazil. Hmm. So I could not sell for a down payment and get 30 payments ahead. Yeah, yeah, you needed the money now, so you can get right out Right away, if you want to pay in two payments or maybe three, okay. That's possible because I can start everything with half yeah. and then, yeah. but... But you're not going to do a 30-year mortgage for them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So then th this couple, man, it's unbelievable. They call me the next day. Okay, we had this good uh, uh, choice for you here, this good uh, offer here. Okay. I was asking, I think it was 600 our money. Mm -hmm. And then she goes, oh, we can give you... 15, 20,000. <laughs> <laughs> I could not even buy one ticket to US with the money she was offering me. So, so to have an idea. Oh, man. Uh, and then, how is the that making the offer better? Better? I, well, like, right? like, so, if, that, if that's a better they, offer, they, then what, the would, their, what would want, their original offer be? I don't even want to know the worst one, you know? <laughs> I don't even want to hear that. Yeah, we'll give you 20 bucks. Yeah. Wait, how much do I have here in my pocket? I have a few coins. I was like, shit. And then it, uh, we, we, we finished the payment in, I don't know if it was three or five years. I'm like, are, are you kidding me? You didn't understand that I'm selling the house to move. So, so they wanted to take three to five years to pay it off. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, look, I'm not a bank. Yeah. No, because she, the funny thing is she, 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 she tried to keep arguing, yeah. you know, bringing elements to me. No, but look, you're doing a great thing because you're going to be helping me and my family. Yeah, it's all good and great. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Why did you tell me before? Somebody needs to help me. Do you want to just have the house? No yeah. payment at all? Yeah. Uh, But uh, it's, it's not so bad. The offer is not so bad because if you go to a bank, it's gonna take longer than that. Mm. I said, look, if I had the money the bank has, <laughs> I wouldn't be selling my house. Yeah, right. I don't have all the money to do that. You know, yeah. I need the money now to leave. 
oh, but you don't get the point. And I'm like, of course I don't. <laughs> yeah, I get the point. I don't you want me to, want to give you my house for yeah, nothing. For nothing? Yeah. And you pay as you wish, when you wish? Yeah, no. Come on. No, no, thank you, Baba. Frustration again, ta ta ta. And then this other real estate girl came with this guy. Uh, his his son was having a baby and he wanted to move because the dad was living the same island as me. Yeah. And the the son wanted to move to the same island and he was having a baby. Blah blah blah. So very stable, very very good uh, uh, idea, very good. Okay, let's go. So the father came on the first day. He looked around. He loved the house. Blah blah blah. It's right next to the to the water, like we wanted. Nah, 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 nice, nah, nah. Okay. Did he offer you fifty bucks? <laughs> <laughs> Let me see how much I have here in my wallet. <laughs> and then he goes, "Look, uh, but I have to bring my son here tomorrow to check the house." I said, "No problem. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow." Okay. They came on the next day. The father, the son, and the wife. The son's wife, and she was pregnant. They looked around, ta 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 ta, talked to each other in in Swedish, mm. ta ta ta. I could not understand much, blah blah. blah. And then okay, thank you. We are leaving. Bye bye. <laughs> I'm like, what? Where's the offer? Where's the payment? What? Yeah. And then the the real estate woman said, "Oh, I will call you back. I'm sorry, I'll call you back." I said, "Okay, no problem." Mm. She left, and then she called me in a few hours. Leo, I'm so pissed with that fucker. I, I, I'm so pissed right now. I'm, I'm really sorry, but I'm really pissed with that fucker because I said, what happened? Oh, do you believe that they got there? And then the, the, the boy, the kid said that the house was too close for the water. What? <laughs> That's what they asked me. They want a house in the water. I got them a house in the water. Yeah. And they said it was too close from the water. What the hell? Shit. I hate them. Blah, blah, blah. I'm so sorry. Blah, blah, blah. I said, no, okay. No problem. Don't worry. It's fine. No problem. Okay. Frustration again. Okay. And then, okay. Um, so she gave me that, that call. Bah, we hang up like super frustrated, right? Super frustrated. Because we're, th we're already planning the trip and everything for us. Yeah, you guys are trying to figure out how to get the hell out of there. Right? So to us, there was a, a made-up cell right away. Yeah. So, no, no cell. Okay, frustration, bah, hang up the phone. Okay, so let's have this lunch, right? Let's eat, and then we think about it later. What's the next step? What do you do? Okay, let's have lunch. We start eating. And then, uh, uh, so the house was here, right in front of the water, mm -hmm. right? And then there's a, a wall on each side, right? <clears throat> so that wall here, we did like a little, a little uh, pier, a little harbor outside. Mm. So you could come walking from here and step in there and wave me or call me from that spot. Mm. And then I'll go outside and open the door for you, open the gate for you, so you could get inside my house. So we're eating, and then I hear outside someone hey, ah, ah, calling, and then I'm like, "What the hell?" And then I look, was a couple, you know, from Argentinian people, mm. you know, like dressed like they're coming from the beach, you know. Hey, and then I went outside. Oh yeah, oh you're selling the house, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Can you take a look, man? 
I was just frustrated, yeah. you know, and we we're eating, you know, and they look like someone that would never buy their house, you know, they look like someone that are coming back from the beach and, oh, this house is for sale. Let's check it out. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I said, like looky lose who just want to check it out and yeah. you know, they're not really there for anything. Yeah. Yeah. So then I'm like, oh man, yes, of course, but we are eating right now. So can you come back later? And then they go, yeah, yeah, of course. You're going to have lunch too. And can you get back in one hour? We're like, yeah, yeah, okay, no, fine. No problem. Fine. I went back inside. We finished eating. And then we're like, they're not even coming back, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just sit, relax, watch a movie. They're not even coming back. In less than an hour after, hey, like, fuck, they're back. Shit. <laughs> I'll have to show the house and waste more time. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, come here. Let's go. <laughs> they look at the house, blah, 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 blah. They like it. Da, da, da. Oh, we like it. Da, 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 da. But we don't have all the money. In my head, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course you don't have all the money. Of course money. you don't. <laughs> okay. So, uh, but uh, we can talk about it, blah, blah, blah. We're going to check some, some money we have, blah, 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 mm. this and that. Yep. And we can come up with a good offer. I'm like, <laughs> I know those yeah, good offers. Yeah, I heard offers. that shit before. <laughs> <laughs> I know those good offers. <laughs> so, uh, and then we start calling each other back and forth, right? They called me, oh, I don't have 600. I have 400. Would you take it? No, 400. So, but the whole thing was, okay, they would text me now, okay? Oh, I don't have 600. I have 400. Would you take it? I would wait, you know, maybe half a day. It's better than 20. <laughs> <laughs> right? So then answer, hey, 400 is not enough. Do, don't you have like 550? Yeah. And then it would take a while, a day maybe, you know, for them. No, yeah. So everything was really slow. It took a week. Yeah. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But at least you're haggling. And 400 is a real offer. It's not. It's not 20,000, 15,000, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I would sell for 400. But. Well, yeah, but you can't just take the first offer. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's foolish. <laughs> so we kept this back and forth thing, pa 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 pa. And then um, I remember this day I, I was ready to, to, to sell. Uh, if I'm not missing, wait. Porque já acabou. Yeah, we are, we are in between four something. We're trying to go for 50, for 80, for 10. We're in there. Yeah. And then um, I remember they offered for 50, for 40. I'm not sure right now. And then I'm like, fuck, that's not enough. Oh, shit. Uh, I said, then I go, hey, um, can you not reach at least 50, 500? And then he goes, no, Leo, I don't. And then I'm like, okay, so I'm taking 440, whatever. Yeah. And then I typed. Okay, I'll take your offer. When I was typing on the phone, I saw that he was typing too. 
Yeah. So then I stopped typing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Deleted. Everything was typing. And then I waited. Yeah. And then he goes, no, Leo, I'm sorry. I cannot, I cannot get 500. I can only get 480. <laughs> I'm like, deal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> right away to make sure he doesn't escape. Deal. Yeah. Patience is a virtue. It is. It is. <laughs> that, that, that sale taught me that, you know? Yeah. So I sold for, for 80, finally. Then I called the guy from Canada. <laughs> well, is that a bad deal? Everything in my life is a little chapter. Nothing is like yeah. just a page, you know? So I called the guy, hey, I have the money, right? I called him, send, send me a text, hey, I just sold the house. Nothing. Oh, he didn't get back to you? He didn't get back to me. Jeez. I'm like, fuck. And then I, I wait like a couple of days or something. Hey man, I could finally sell the house. Nothing. Oh, jeez. I'm like, no, no. Are you kidding me? Now I don't have a house. I don't have where to go. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm gonna do now? <laughs> so he's he's talking to you about you know setting up this sweet deal where you're gonna come and and essentially take over his gym. Yeah. And teach there, and yeah. change the logo if you want to, and all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And then just fucking drops you. No answer. Oh, man. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. So then I called another friend who was in Canada for about 20 years, but was in California on that time. Yeah. So I called him to ask about Canada, if it was worth it to move over there. Hmm. Cause on that time I said, man, I'm gonna move by myself. Cause if he was, he was doing good, teaching only one class a, a day, you know, being a, a doctor, if I get there and hmm. if I start teaching every day, all day long, I'm gonna succeed too. So right. maybe I'll do that. So then I called this other friend to ask about Jiu-Jitsu in Canada, if it was worth it to move, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, oh yeah, Canada is great, blah, 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 this and that, ta, 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 ta. But California is much better. <laughs> come on. If you want to be partners, business partners over there, come over here, we can be business partners over here too. Yeah. I just opened up a gym, it's brand new, <clears throat> we can, I'm planning to, to open a new one. We can be business partner on the new one. I'm like, oh man, that's awesome. So oh, come over here, spend a week with me. And then you go back and take a decision with your wife. Mm. I said, oh, that's awesome. I'm going. So we rent a little apartment in Rio. So they could stay there, my wife and my mm -hmm. daughter. Yeah. And then I went to California to check it out. I got there and then I was sleeping at the gym, at the gym, pa, pa, pa. So you were, you were living at the gym? Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, but that was for a week. Yeah. There are two other guys staying in the gym too from Brazil and they're going to this lawyer for visa. Mm. And the day that I got there, like two days later, they have a, a meeting with the lawyer. Mm. So they said, oh, if you want to come over and talk to her, it's fine. I said, okay. And then I went there, spoke to the lawyer, and then she looked at me, she looked at my things. Look, a coach visa is gonna be basically impossible for you. Mm. You have to go for a fighter's visa. I'm like, man, I don't fight for years. I know, but start fighting right away, get your ranking. Once you are on the rank, 
for IBJJF, who is the biggest confederation for jiu-jitsu in the world. Yeah. Once your name is in there, we can apply for your your fighter's visa. Hmm. I'm like, shit. So I have to start fighting. Yeah, start fighting right away. Hmm. I'm like, fuck, man. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, me neither. Okay. So I went back to Rio, right? No, I didn't go back to Rio at that time. I called and said, look, I have to stay. What? What? Mm. My daughter crying on the phone, you know. Dad, you're not coming back. Yeah. I am, but not today. When are you coming back? I don't know yet. Maybe in a month. What month? <laughs> <laughs> you know, come down. I will get back. Wait. I just need to fight a little here, and then I can get back. And then, man, I see another chapter. <laughs> and then I start fighting tournaments around, pa, pa, pa. And then there was this tournament in New York that I was going to fight. And I had two good friends from Abu Dhabi when I was there. Hmm. And they're both there, a guy and a girl. They're not together, anything like that, but they're both living in New York. So I text them both to see if I could meet with them in there. Once I was there to fight, let's right. go meet, let's go have a beer, a pizza, whatever, right? So then I text them both and the girl didn't answer me and the guy answered me and, oh, nice that you're coming, blah, 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 but I won't be here, I'm gonna be in Brazil. Hmm. And he lived in the same island that I sold my house. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I thought we would meet in Rio at the island, but I said, no, no, I already sold the house. And, and then he goes, wait, why are you coming to New York for just a couple of days? You're not, you're not coming here to fight for visa, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, I am. <laughs> Why are you asking? <laughs> What's the problem with that? Yeah. And then he goes, man, please don't do that. I'm like, what? The lawyer just told me to do that. Leo, lawyers say whatever they need to, to, to catch you. Mm. Don't do that, please. I said, what should I do? Go straight to the green card. I'm like, oh, yes, of course. I'm a no one, Yeah. <laughs> no money. I'm going straight from tourist visa to green card. Yeah, that's really gonna work. Yeah. No, no, don't worry, talk to my lawyer. She's great. She already helped five more Brazilian friends. Talk to her. If you have chances, she'll tell you. If you, if you don't, she'll tell you anyway. So talk to her, it's the best thing you can do, ta, ta, ta. I said, fuck, man, one more turn around on my life, yeah. right? Let's go, let's talk to her. And then I called her. My English was even worse than now, so. <laughs> <laughs> but we could communicate, I understood what I needed to do. So, okay, instead of fighter's visa, I'm going for the uh, uh, green card. Hmm. All right. But then she tells me, look, um, I, I believe you should apply for a working visa before. Yeah. Because then you stay in there for a couple of years and then you go for the green card, it's gonna be better for you. Yeah. I said, okay, no problem, let's do that. So we, then I went well, back. Well, yeah, and, and at least then you can legally get a job and make yeah, some money and all exactly. that. Yeah, You're not trying to fly under the radar. Because when, when you are in the green card, you can, before you receive, that takes about nine months. Yeah. Before you receive your social security number, you cannot work. Yeah. So you're stuck in the US, you cannot work, you know? So th there was really a bad idea. 
Then I went back to Rio for a few weeks and then got the, my documents, everything, blah, blah, blah. Went back, came back to California and my wife and my daughter stayed in Rio. Um, then we applied for the working visa. It came out good. I was working, pa, pa, pa. And then that friend who we're, we're planning to have a second a gym yeah. being partners. Yeah. I said, look, that gym here is just in the beginning and I see a, li- a lot of mistakes in here. Why don't you do that? Why don't you sell me half of this one? And then when you get better, when you're having a, making a lot of money, mm-hmm. we open a new one and we're having half on the new one too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a great, a great idea, blah, 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 da, 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 this and that. Okay, let's do that. So I paid him 25000 for my share and start working at the gym, right? Living, living the dream, right? Just doing that. After a couple of months, my wife started working at the gym too. Mm. And she was taking care of the computer and all the, the receptionist thing. And then she, Leo, look at here. So weird, those numbers, mm. they make no sense. They, so to make it shorter, we didn't have a due date on the month where everyone would pay on that date. Yeah. Everybody had different payment dates. So during the whole month, we were getting payments. What he was doing was, because we had like on the, on the main dashboard, yeah. you had like a, a few circles, a few uh, uh, graphics showing how much money we had, how much, men, much, how much more money would be coming up, pa, 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 all of that. Yeah, what's coming in, what's coming what's out. What's coming on, no, no, no. So there we could see very clear. But what he was doing was, you sign up, you train for a couple of months, whatever. If you leave, he wouldn't delete you from the from the from the system mm. he'll just delete your payment info from the system so for the system there are still payments coming up <laughs> but they're not actually <laughs> so then this so it's showing charges that aren't actually aren't, happening. yeah hmm. and then I'm like man that's really weird yeah and then I, <clears throat> he finally got me access to the bank account so then i went to the bank the the manager oh oh you're in trouble yeah oh i see a lot of red flags in here yeah it's like essentially cooking the books <laughs> i'm like oh what so basically he was paying all his personal bills with the business money mm. and telling me showing me that we're you know, basically almost even yeah. like $500 behind $500 profit, but he was actually paying car loan. Mm. He was fighting all the, the IBJJF uh, tournaments yeah. with business money, my money. Right. Mm. So then when I confront him <clears throat> at first, I said, no, no, let's fix that. It was my mistake. I'm so sorry. It might be because I never had a, a business partner before. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. I'm so sorry. I'm going to pay you back. Let me know how much I owe you for next month. I'm not even touching the money from the gym. You take all the money and until I, I repay you back. I said, okay, no problem. Let's do that. When the day come, came for me to pick up the money, I called him and then he freaked out. <laughs> I, I think I'm still have here the, the, the audios we, we exchanged. Of course, you don't speak Portuguese. 
But let me see. Vai tomar no seu cu, tá? Vai tomar no seu cu. Você e sua mulher vem te arrumar trabalho e fazer porra das costas e fica porra fazendo contagem de estoque, o caralho de. 25. Não tem essa pergunta de conversar pessoalmente. Eu já expliquei. That's him freaking out because you're like, I need my money. I want my money. What are you doing? Yeah. So. At the end, he goes, oh, because uh, I start cursing back, yeah. right? And then he says, oh, if you show up here at the gym and talk to me like that, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm going to smack on the face if you show up here and talk to me like that. I'm like, oh, you're threatening me. Yeah. Awesome. Thank <laughs> you so much for that. Now I have everything I needed. Yeah. I called the cops and say, look, this guy, he, he's threatening me. No, 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 no. Oh, tell me what happened. I told him, this is not threatening So, huh? Yeah, he, 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 he did a, he said, if you go there, he's gonna smack you. So don't go there. Uh, I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> It's my business. I just yeah. bought it. Like, I, need I to own work. half of it. I own half of it. Yeah. I need to work. Now it's a legal problem. Now I have to go to the jury, to, to lawyers. I'm like, wait, Yeah. there's nothing that I can do. And then he goes, look, he was my student too. He goes, look, don't even show up in there at the gym. Never. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then he goes, if you show up in there and he calls the cops and say that you're threatening him or something and he finds one or two people that say that is true, yeah. you're going to jail. And if you go to jail, your visa is gone. I'm like, no, man, this, this, this can be real. It's not possible. And then I start calling lawyers, even the lawyer that was taking care of my visa. Mm -hmm. And she goes, Leo, Please, I'm asking you, please, never show up at the gym. What this cop told you is totally true. If you show up in there, even if you don't do anything, yeah. even if you just walk in there, he can call the cops, say that you're uh, threatening or something. You know, if he had two people that say that it's true, you're going to jail, then your, your visa is gone. Yeah, all he needs is two of his buddies to lie and say right? that you're doing shit. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like... What should I do now? I, it's my it's my job. It's my what uh, my money. What I'm gonna do? Oh, now I have to go to court mm. and this and that and ta ta ta. I'm like no. So then I spoke with two other lawyers. Both of them said, "Look, uh, to to get to give the first step, you need at least five thousand dollars, just to have the first step on it." Yeah. And even if you win at the end. We don't know how, how, how long that's going to take. But even if you win at the end, there's no guarantee that you're going to have your $30,000 back. So yeah. it's, not, I, 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 it's up to you, but I wouldn't recommend to do that. I'm like, no, Jesus. you have to be kidding me. Like, so I have to come up with five grand that I don't have because that I, I don't can't have. fucking work so that I can <laughs> go after this asshole that took my money. <laughs> And won't let me go back to work <laughs> at the place that I own half of. <laughs> right? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I can deal with that. <laughs> Man. I started working for Lyft, driving for Lyft. Oh, yeah. I was waking up 4 a.m. to leave the house 4.30 to get people. I was leaving Poway mm. on the time to get people uh, going from Poway to the airport. Mm. It was a good trip right away, you know, to start the day. Yeah. And then once you're at the airport, you always get someone going somewhere, right? right? Yeah. So you're on, you're on the flow right away. So, but man, I remember like sometimes waking up in the middle of the night, 
even my legs, I could feel the sweat. You know, my whole body was sweating. Mm-hmm. My my heart on my on my mouth. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I'm like, man, am I having a heart attack? <laughs> am I gonna die? You know? And just stress or stress and panic attacks, right? Because yeah. I wanted to kill the guy. And I could yeah. not even look at him. You yeah. know what I mean? I could not even go there and say, hey, you're a piece of shit. No, I couldn't. I had to swallow all of that, you know? See, uh, oh, wait. <laughs> See, everything's a chapter. <laughs> <laughs> he went to immigration. Oh, he did? Of course. Of course he did. Yeah. He went to immigration and said, oh, look, this guy, Leonardo Campello, he doesn't work at my gym anymore. Hmm. So cancel his visa. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> I got a call from the lawyer. Leo, I have good news and bad news for you. I said, okay, go ahead. What do you want first? I said, start with the bad. Okay, uh, Rodrigo, he canceled, he canceled your visa. Mm. Man, I remember feeling that cold at your spine, you know? Yeah. Bah, I'm like, what? And then she goes, come down, come down. Because, <clears throat> okay, see another chapter. When I was there working, blah, 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 with my, no, my O1, the working visa, was not even, um, uh, was not even approved yet. Hmm. The lawyer called me, said, look, uh, I need to explain you something. Um, we really believe at your O1 visa, we really believe at your process that's gonna work, but I need to explain you that. If, for some reason, it doesn't get approved, you you need to 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 apply for a higher visa than working visa you cannot apply for a fighter's visa yeah again you have to go for a higher visa than uh your your working visa and that's the green card and the green card applications are closing two weeks Mm. and we don't know for how long because it, it never happened before. Yeah. So it can close for a year, two years. We don't know. Five years. We don't know. I'm like, I thought there was. She was scamming me. You know, she was. You yeah. Know, just trying to get to take more money from from me. You know, special lawyers. You know, in Brazil. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know, I know where you're going, yeah. bitch. Don't try it. What's the difference between a hooker and a lawyer? <laughs> A hooker will stop fucking you when you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's a good one. I had to remember that. <laughs> oh, man. So then, um, yeah. Oh, he canceled your visa, but don't worry. Because as we applied for the green card, you are already under the green card umbrella. Hmm. So you're fine. Yeah, as long as you applied for it. Yeah. Right? You're, you're fine. You're, nothing yeah. changed for you. So, oh, I don't have to go back to Brazil tomorrow. So, no, 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 no. Don't worry about that. You're right under the green card umbrella. Hmm. Now you just need to wait for your social security number to arrive on the mail. That's going to take a few more months. You had to hang on in there. But nothing changed for you. Hmm. I'm like, oh, thank God. At least something, right? Yeah. So yeah, he canceled my visa, my working visa, but as I was already under the green card umbrella, nothing changed for me. And Good. then in a few months, I received my social security number, and then I could start uh, driving for Lyft, for Instacart, and I d- did a lot of Instacart during pandemic. Mm. Cause then after that, um, 
see everything the chapter. <laughs> <coughs> I said, one of my students, he saw the whole thing. He called me, said, Leo, I saw what happened. I'm not training with that piece of shit anymore. Uh, if you have a place to teach, I, I will go to you. We can go to the park, whatever. And then like, bro, ah, nah, let's do better. I'm gonna empty my garage. So you, you start uh, teaching here in my garage. Nice. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So he did like a, a garage sale, sold everything he didn't want anymore. And then uh, a friend of mine, Alfredo Barun from California, he gave me some mats that one of his students gave him new ones. Mm -hmm. So he kept the old ones at one of his uh, students' home. So when he knew the whole thing, he said, oh, Leo, I have those mats in there. If you want them, you can just have them, right? Go there, pick up as many as you want. They're all yours. Like, oh, bro, thank you nice. so much. I don't believe it. So see, there are people fucking you, but there are people to help you too, you know? Yeah. They're bad and good people, thank God. So, uh, and then I started teaching at his uh, garage for a while, but then his wife was unhappy mm. because we were there and whatever, yeah. she was unhappy. And then uh, another student who had a CrossFit gym in San Diego said, Leo, I want to have Jiu-Jitsu here. So if you want, you can build a, a, a room here put mats on it, right? Make it nice and you start teaching here. I said, man, that's awesome. Let's do that. But I don't have any money to, to, to buy, to buy the, the mats, whatever, I'm broke. Right. He said, no, no, don't worry. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna figure that out. So his wife's dad was a constructor. So he did the whole thing without charging any money from us. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, one of the students, the, the future students, right? Because I didn't have any students at that time. Yeah. One of the future ones, he said, oh, I can trade. I can buy you the mats and you convert that to membership. I'll do that. Hmm. I'm like, wow, okay, let's do it. So he buys the mats and then you just, you give him a membership. Give him a membership yeah. for, okay. He, it's a good trade. Yeah. yeah. Let's say he spent 5,000 in there. Okay, yeah. we have, we have 5,000 in memberships with me. Cool right but uh <laughs> a month after we opened up the gym the new gym we did a new we did a uh, nice opening pa, pa, pa. one month later covid yeah we had to shut off of course nobody could train not even at the park no not even private yeah so so this is what like 2020 De December or uh, yeah so February 2020 maybe? February yeah February March I think I'm not sure but around that yeah was summertime I mean beginning yeah I think I think it was first brought up it started being coming out in the news in December 2019 yeah and like a shit hit the fan in February and yeah. then everything started locking down in March yeah, yeah. it should be March yeah because especially California, San Diego was oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah, still is. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this day, man. There was one of the things that made me my decision to move to, to, to Idaho. I stopped at the parking at the stoplight. Mm -hmm. I looked to the side. There was a guy at his car by himself, all the windows closed. He was wearing uh, 
doctor's gloves. Oh, yeah, rubber gloves. And two masks. <laughs> In his car. In his car by himself, <laughs> yeah. windows closed. I'm like, man, these people are really paranoid. Yeah. It makes... It starts to make no sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I hope that <laughs> YouTube doesn't drop our, no, our podcast. I don't give a shit. <laughs> because of fucking COVID again. I could give two shits. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, man. Then we had to close. And and then I was driving for Instacart, doing grocery shop and delivering to people. Yeah. That's a good gig because everybody was doing that. Everybody was doing that. So I don't want to go to the store and get germs. Yeah, and die in there. <laughs> so, but it was funny because sometimes your mask would go just under your nose. Mm -hmm. People look at you like if you're a freak or, or yeah. you know, yeah. falling apart or something. Like, oh, oh, shit, come on. Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> so then one day, uh, I was talking. Well, then they've, they've already come out and like proven that the masks don't don't work exactly it's fucking pointless and they still they want to 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 make us use the the masks again yeah they're trying to they're trying to prove. like why you've already proven that yeah. they don't work yeah you've admitted that they don't yeah. work and you want us to wear them again <laughs> why <laughs> did you change your mind <laughs> and and that's the thing like the mask shaming and the anti-mask shaming and all that crap that was going on during that like I couldn't give two shits if you want to wear them. If it makes you feel better, yeah. makes you feel secure, whatever, go ahead. Yeah. I'm not going to judge you for that. No, go ahead. Go wear for it. it. But why are you yelling at me if your mask works? Exactly. Why are you yelling exactly. at me for not wearing one? Exactly. <laughs> if it's so good, it should be working. You know? yeah. I don't need mine. Yeah. We, I mean, you'd have some of that here, uh, you know, when all that was going on. Mm -hmm. you'd, you'd go to Walmart or something. Every once in a while, you'd have some freaking asshole that would come up to you and start giving you shit about it. And it's like, you know what? Fuck off. Yeah. Get on my face. Yeah. So then uh, <clears throat> I was doing Instacart. Uh, I had this student who would come to my house, hmm. my apartment complex. So would put some mats outside on the grass right next to my building yeah where there's no one passing by whenever you know and then we'd have a private in there mm. you know there's the only jujitsu i was doing on that time and then this one day we were in a zoom meeting with the jujitsu association i mean sba yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh civil bearing association and um uh this good friend of mine sam brown who lives in Buenos Ferry. People started uh, leaving the meeting, right? And then it was just me and him and maybe someone else. And then he goes, oh, how are things in California? And then I go, oh, do you have time? Awful. <laughs> do you have time to hear? <laughs> I have a lot to tell you. Do you have time to listen to me? And then I told him a little bit. And then he goes, man, come over here. We have normal life here. My gym is full. Mm. Everything is normal here. Come over here. Yeah. Spend some time here and then you take a decision. I said, okay. I came here. I landed in Spokane, right? And then I took my mask off, put on my backpack. And then I went. Uh, I just touched the mask again when I was going back to the airport to go back to California. Yeah. Even even the restaurants, the waiters were not wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, man, this is paradise. I want to live here. Yeah, I mean, there was uh, 
you know, there, there were some restaurants where they required, you know, masks or, you know, they, uh, see, and that's what I didn't get. Right. You had to wear your mask <laughs> when you walk in and you had to wear it while walking over to your table. Mm -hmm. But once you, most of the places around here, there was a lot of them where once you sat down with your party at your table, you could take your mask off. Oh, okay. So <laughs> as long as I'm sitting down, COVID knows not to go anywhere. <laughs> the virus cannot find you for sitting down. Yeah. Sitting if I'm up? sitting down and shoving food in my face, <laughs> then you're fine. Then it's totally safe. Yeah. The virus oh, okay. Won't catch you. It's so fucking dumb. It is. And if you it got is. up to go like walk to the bathroom or something, you had to put a mask. Yeah. And if you didn't, somebody would walk up to me. Excuse me, sir. Can you please put your mask on? Like, <laughs> I was just sitting at a table with seven people, <laughs> five feet or less away from another table with yeah. 10 people. And you care about my mask walking to the shitter. Okay. All right. We'll do it. Yeah. There's, <clears throat> there was no logic no, really to any no, of it. No, not at all. It's like, do masks work or do not they not? All. Yeah. Oh, they don't? Okay. Then they, why are you telling me to wear them? They, wo they work when we wanted to say that works. And then it works. Yeah. Otherwise. Well, right. And then like every, it, it, everybody that was doing anything, they all had different rules. Yeah. Like yeah. there was no standard yeah. really for anything, no. which I can kind of understand. I, I can give them some credit because, you know, it was a new, it's a new thing and yeah. we don't really fucking yeah. know anything yeah. about it. Yeah. Okay. Well, but if we're going to put out some bullshit that we have to do this, we have to do that. Then can we try to standardize it in some way? <laughs> <laughs> at least. So people at least. Yeah. But I mean, most of Northern Idaho at least was like, fuck this. This is dumb. Yeah. 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 I love it that, you know, when I got here and yeah. I saw it, I love it. I said, man, that's the place yeah. I want to be, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's funny. Um, so my, my ex-wife at one point, she, she comes in and, and, uh, she had been out shopping or something like that. And I can't, I can't remember how the conversation came up, but she was like, yeah, um, you know, I, I didn't wear my mask at all and blah, 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 blah. And she was like, she was kind of like asking me like if I was proud of her or something. And, <laughs> and, uh, I was like, you know, I don't understand why you're asking me this or telling me this or whatever, whatever it was. I said, I said, it's not that I give a shit about masks. I don't care if you want to wear one, go ahead and wear one. Yeah. If you don't want to wear one, don't. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. And uh -huh. it's not my fucking business yeah. whether or not you do or you don't. Yeah. What matters to me is when, you're trying to tell me what I have to do. Yeah. My health and safety is not your concern. Yeah. Nowhere in the U S constitution are we guaranteed health and safety. It's not anywhere in there. Yeah. It's your responsibility to do what you need to do to be healthy and to uh -huh. keep yourself safe. Yeah. So you do you go ahead. <laughs> yeah. If you want to go get the shot, go get the shot. Go. If you want to wear 10 masks, yeah. go for it. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. But if all of that works, then why are you concerned about what I'm doing? Exactly. But they were selling it more of like, oh, well, if you don't mask up, you're killing people. Yeah. You're killing grandma. Yeah. You're making yeah. your kids sick. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. No, it makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> use our mask, but don't push me to use it. Yeah. You do you, but Go leave ahead. me the fuck alone. Yeah. That was yeah. what I cared about most. Yeah. yeah. I hated too, the I fact that they were trying to tell us what we had to do. And it's like, no, I don't have to yeah. do fucking shit. Yeah. Go ahead and make me. Yeah. In California, it was so crazy because restaurants has to shut down. Yeah. 
gyms has to shut down, churches mm -hmm. had to shut down, but dispensaries could work. Oh, of course. Strip clubs could yeah. work. Yep. And liquor store could work. Mm -hmm. All the stuff that's quote unquote essential, right? <laughs> Because weed, booze, and pussy you can't live without that. <laughs> mm, I see it. Uh. Okay. <laughs> so it's just not a life if you can't get a handy in a dirty strip club bathroom. <laughs> you might as well be dead, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of it that just didn't make any fucking sense. No. And again, there was no standard. Everybody was doing their own thing. Yeah. It was more of an experiment. Yeah. yeah. You know, California was doing their shit. Yeah. Washington had their shit. Yeah. Uh, you had, I think it was South Dakota that really didn't do anything. And then Florida didn't do jack shit. They were like, yeah. we're not closing anything. Yeah. Fuck this. We're not wearing masks. Yeah. Like nothing changed as far as I know in, in Florida. You didn't see the whole population dying. You didn't see yeah. half a population dying. Mm -hmm. and that yeah. same percentage of the rest of the world. So yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, there there were people that did die from it. Um, yeah, but they, you know, the, so far the studies that they've done, even the data that they've put out has shown that it was more. Um, people that are overweight that are out of shape that don't take care of themselves or have it's like two to three or more comorbidities exactly so you have <clears throat> you know a, a heart condition or some other disease that's uh -huh. already life-threatening yeah then yeah. you get this on top yeah. of it yeah yeah okay you're probably not going to fare well yeah and they heard about uh the ventilator thing they're doing yeah. the tube they're putting inside of you yep. <laughs> you're oxygening everything mm -hmm. inside of you so The right. virus need oxygen to, to grow. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah. you're feeding them. You yeah. Know? That, that was something else that I was hearing about just recently. It was the other day um, where they, they finally figured out like, oh, the ventilators were actually killing people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes, they can't breathe. So we need to figure out how to get them oxygen. But using the ventilators, um, you're, what was it? It was... Too much oxygen, not enough nitrogen, and you're basically cooking your lungs on top of what COVID was already doing to you Shit. and feeding the virus. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, something like that is, it, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it was actually, uh, I was watching, uh, Rogan hmm. yesterday and it was one of his latest episodes that he did with Elon, Elon Musk. Mm. And apparently Elon Musk figured it out and was talking to some doctors that he knows in Canada about it and was like, Hey, you know, what do you think about this? And what do you think about this? And then he tried to tell some people here in the States that apparently like, yeah, um, I think it's probably the ventilators are an issue. Uh -huh. And they were like, ah, go fuck yourself. What do you know about anything? You're not a doctor. And he's like, you're right. I'm not a doctor, but, um, I do work for a company that, you know, puts people into space and designs, uh, ventilation systems, you know, for human beings to breathe. It's not like I don't know anything. Oh, by the way, I'm also a fucking genius. <laughs> oh man. So crazy. This world we're living in. Yeah, sorry, I could go on and on and on. Crazy. <laughs> so you came, so you came up here during COVID then? During COVID. Uh, Was it like 20? We moved, we moved here April, April 2020. 2020. 
this next April, we're going to make three years here nice. in Idaho. Then I moved here. Uh, <laughs> at first, there's nothing available to rent. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> nothing. Yeah. People are renting a piece of land so people could park RV in there. Yeah. So. And this was, was this up in Bonners? Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, the housing market went nuts. Crazy. Everybody crazy. wanted to move up here because they didn't want to live in California. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, I had a job affair to start teaching kids in Sand Point hmm. two days a week. Nice. But I had three days free. Yeah. So then, uh, oh yeah, there's nothing available to rent. And then I met this couple who was uh, Sam Brown's friend, hmm. uh, April and, uh, oh, now I'm going to forget his name. Not Joshua. Joshua's on my head, but it's not Joshua. Shit. I can see his face. Okay. <laughs> so they said, oh, if you want, uh, you can live at our basement. Our parents stayed there for two years. Hmm. So if you want to live in there, it's fine. We're going to charge you that much a month. And then you can stay in there because we're leaving the house. We're moving out in about two or three months. So maybe we can get the, 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 the rent to you. We can get the lease to you. Yeah. And you stay here. We're like, hmm, that's a good idea. So I went back to California. I got to my wife and said, look. We're moving. We're moving again. Where to? Buenos Ferry. Where? <laughs> Idaho. Where? <laughs> and then she goes, okay, do you have a job? No. No. <laughs> okay, where are we staying? Where are we living? On this guy's basement. Some of people that you don't know is basement. <laughs> And basements in Brazil. We don't have basements in Brazil. Yeah. The house there doesn't have basements. Right. So to us in Brazil, basements are terror movie things. Yeah. You know, kidnap moving things. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, trust <laughs> me, trust me. So we moved over here in April 2020. Then uh, we started living at the basement for a while. I started uh, working <clears throat> at my landlord's because he has a business of construction hmm. and his business right next to the house we are renting. Yeah. So I started working with him uh, three days a week, two days a week I would go to St. Point to teach and was making a living, pa pa pa. And then one day Sam calls me and say, hey, I have a friend here. He's asking for a, a black belt to teach at his gym, but his gym is in Lane. Hmm. I'm like, oh man, Cordelain is like three hours from here, right? No, no, it's not that bad. Go over there. It's about an hour 45. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. Yeah. So go, oh, go over there, take a look, and then you take a decision. Say, so, yeah, good, good idea. So I went there. I love it. I said, okay, let's go. Let's do it. They did a good offer. Okay, let's do it. So, um, then I started teaching there, but it was a Hansel Gracie gym on the time. Because hmm. um, David's uh, wife, yeah, he, her uh, ex-husband was uh, owning the gym and he was Hansel Gracie Association. Oh, okay. So he had passed away, didn't yeah. meet him, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. I just hear good things about him, but I never met him. So, uh, yeah, I started teaching there. But they told me, look, we are going to close out the gym, you know, probably 
we don't know yet, but probably in a few months we're gonna close up the gym. So if you want to 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 start it, we can do that. But we don't know when, but you're gonna close up. I said, okay, no problem. I can do that. I can uh, uh, work in here until uh, you guys close up, and then uh, I'll see what I do. Okay, and then I believe it was like three months later, uh, they called me say, hey, we're gonna close up in two weeks. I'm like, fuck. Okay, I have to look for a job now. So, so he passed away, and they were gonna close it. Yeah, oh, okay. he passed away, and I started teaching there. Yeah, I never met him. Oh, okay. He, he had passed like a few months before I took. I started teaching there. Oh, okay. Few months. Then, um, oh, I'm gonna close up in in two weeks. Blah blah blah. I said, okay, I'm gonna look for a job. Right? Too bad, but fuck yeah. it, whatever. And then, um, gosh, it's fucking one thing after another. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't you have a point to be stressed sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> they look like I need a beer once in a while. <laughs> so then, um, one week later, one week before closing, one week later after the, this. Uh, uh, after they came and told after you. After they told me. Yeah. One of the students came to me and said, hey, Leo, we love the way you teach, you know? We love you, your style, pa pa pa. Wouldn't you stay here in Cordelaine teaching us? I have a big space in my house. I can make a nice mat in there. If you want, you can teach in there. I believe I have more people who who would be willing to to be with you, training under you. What do you tell me? I said, man, if you can find the same numbers as I had before, mm-hmm. why not? I'll do it. Okay, nice. So let's figure that out. So they started uh, <clears throat> running a list for people who would stay with me to sign up. Hmm. So I would know how, how many people would be with me, yeah, right? Yeah, get a head count for you. Yeah, there was a good number. I said, okay, let's do that. Pa, pa, pa. Then um, I spoke to the landlord. said, no problem. I can just give the contract to you. We keep the same price, this and that, ta, ta, ta. Awesome. And then I had the widow to ask about the gym, right? Mm-hmm. So she came to me and Jennifer. She came to me and said, Leo, I'm selling the mats. Uh, if you know anyone that would buy them, I'm, I'm asking for 5000 said, okay. I'll, I'll ask around and I'll let you know. And then Sam came to the gym to visit, whatever I can remember. And then... Um, Hey, bro, 5000 for this is a lot, right? He goes, no, no, it's pretty good. Ask for four, just in case, but five is pretty good. I said, oh, okay. Then I thought to myself, no, I'm not even asking four. I have a better plan. I got to her and said, look, I can take the, the mats for 5000 Oh, so good, awesome, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but two things. First, I want everything that's inside the gym. You take the geese and T-shirts from Hanzo, and anything else is mine for the 5,000. Hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Because uh, she would have to take everything to yeah. her house. Uh, She'd have to wrap it up and transport it transport, and try to sell it or get rid of it or something. It, yeah. uh, you know. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you. Yeah, nice. Da, da, da. Yeah, one more thing. Second one. I don't have money to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> And then she goes, don't worry, don't worry. Start working there, start teaching. 
and then we think about payments later. I was like, oh, okay. Time passes, a few months. I call her again and say, look, I still not have the money. Don't worry, don't worry, Leo. Keep working, because she works in the hospital. She's a doctor, yeah. and some of my students work in the same hospital. Hmm. So she knew some of them. So she goes, the students love you. You know, I don't care about money right now. So stay there. Don't worry about that. I said, okay. One year later, I called her. I said, look, now I'm ready to pay you. Oh, that's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. So I'll meet you at the gym. Okay. She goes at the gym. She walks inside. She starts pouring, crying. She starts crying like, you know, like a, a, a waterfall. Hmm. I said, don't, I'm sorry. I said, sorry, don't be sorry. Come on, it's not a problem. Come on, you can cry out as much as you want. <laughs> and then she goes, oh, because I have so many memories in here, pa, pa, pa. Yeah. And, and see that you're keeping it uh, working. You know, the students love you, pa, pa, pa. I said, oh, that's awesome. So, Leo, let me tell you something. Uh, when the accountant went to close up the, the, the gym account, bank account, mm -hmm. there was money there that I didn't even know. I don't need those 5,000. So let's do something. Just keep the gym. It's yours. You don't need to pay me anything. Mm. I only have one thing to ask if you could. I said, what? What? <clears throat> I named a part of the road with Seth's name. Oh. So, and our requirement is to close, is to clean it twice a year. Hmm. But all of my friends, they told me they wouldn't go with me. So I said, don't worry, don't worry. You got it. We're going to clean it. Don't worry. Hmm. He said, okay. So deal, deal, deal. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So that's the, um, is that like that highway cleanup program? Yeah. Yeah. That's that awesome. We went with David. Yeah. To pay for all of that. And then... That's why I, I, I tell everyone, right, uh, there's no way for me to not believe in God. Mm. There's no way for me to not believe in something yeah. superior right. that makes everything go to the perfect place on the perfect timing. Because, you know? yeah. man, <laughs> I just lost $30,000, 25 that I paid to him, plus five that I, I paid for the, the visa he canceled. Yeah. I just lost $30,000. I just lost a gym in San Diego. And then maybe a year later, I've got a gym here in Idaho. Yeah. I mean. That's awesome, man. It's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's, man. Well, it's not just that. I mean, it's... Uh you know, it's, it's everything. Yeah. You know, the yeah. driving a cab and yeah. dealing with all that crap and yeah. then this and that and everywhere yeah. that you went in between. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. moving here and open, oh, bag up your stuff, honey. We're moving again. Yeah. Where? <laughs> oh, dunk middle of nowhere. <laughs> what? We're living in some guy's basement. Come on. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> You're going to love it. Don't worry. <laughs> First night she was crying. We got to the basement to sleep. Yeah. And then April she said, Oh, um, we are on spider season right now, but don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. I just put a bunch of uh, traps in there. You're gonna be yeah. fine. Yeah. And then okay, we lay down to sleep, shut off the, the lights, blah blah blah. And then I <laughs> I'm like, Are you crying? 
And then she goes, did you listen to her? Spider seasons. I'm going back to California tomorrow morning. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> oh, your, your wife sounds like a pretty awesome lady. <laughs> yeah. She is. Yeah. Well, I'm very, very supportive of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a great woman, man. You can't buy that. No. Yeah. So yeah, this is so now you're my so now you're history by gym. far. Yeah, that's my history by far. Uh, I don't know what else is coming up, but do you uh, do you want to mention it? Do you got a website you want to plug or anything? Oh yeah, uh, I have my website campelojujitsu.com. Okay, uh, you can go over there. You can sign up for a free class because that's what I'm doing right now. I'm giving free classes for people so they can come. like a like a trial thing trial class yeah trial free class yeah you can come up right we talk right because I, I want to get to know my students right you know um i teach them a little private class you know with the basics so they understand about distance about how can how how I try to make to, to get them understanding how they're gonna feel safe yeah because safety is a feeling, right? Right. So I try to make them understand how to feel safe, right, at the first class, which is not so easy, but that's my goal. And then if you want to sign up, good. If not, good too, no problem. Yeah. By far, every, everyone that did the first class did the sign up. Thank God everyone joined. And then... Um, well, it sounds like you're doing good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm growing slowly, but with good people. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good though. Yeah, I try to use those, um, those business that they advertise a lot on Instagram and Facebook. Mm, oh, yeah. I'm gonna bring you thirty students in thirty days. Mm. But my thing is, I like to call everyone by their names. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. I like to know. Yeah, and if you've got thirty people coming in the door every day, then it's not for one it's not as personal yeah you know and and two it's can be too much to handle yeah yeah i tried using one of those companies one of those business but man you start attracting people that are not interested in martial art right they want to learn they want to lose 20 pounds yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. Or, or you get people coming in that you know they think that they want to be uh, mma fighters or something yeah but they really they have no idea what they're doing yeah and that's what they want but they're not willing to put in the work to no, get there no no it's like okay you need to if you want to do that then you got to train every day yeah you need to change your diet you need to adjust your entire lifestyle stop yeah. drinking yeah like you got to do what you got to do in yeah. order to get in that shape yeah you know it's like they want that dream yeah it's they like, want to to build no, the picture don't. but they don't yeah. have they don't know the yeah, process yeah, yeah. to build that picture <laughs> You want the dream, but you're not willing to sleep long enough to get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like the sentence. I try to remember that. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's it right now. Uh, I can say that I love, I truly love each one of my students, you know. Good. I got like connected with their families, with, you know, everything I can, you know. Because as I said, uh, to me, jiu-jitsu is a way of life. It's a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
Yeah, for you, it's not. It's it's your passion. It's not just a job. No, it's not just something that you do to make money. No, 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 no. Yeah. I I tell my students that my dream is to to die on the mats. You know, I want to teach until the day I die. I don't have this dream to make enough money to just sit down and yeah. wait. You know, no. Retiring is. I don't not want to a, retire. It's not your gig. No. Yeah. I I'm not looking for a retirement. At least not in jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I used to tell people, uh, I like to make a, a, a visual for people, mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu, I would say, let's say that you're crawling on the floor, elbows and knees on the floor, looking down, crawling, okay? And then you have a rock in front of you that is the size of a watermelon, mm. okay? And then you hit your head on the rock, you cannot move anymore, you're done. Mm. It's a dead end. Is your finish line. Yeah. But if you have strength enough to push yourself and look further, look over the little rock, you're going to see that way, there are way more around. It didn't, it, things doesn't end up in there. And then if you have the, the knowledge to use that rock as a leverage point, that is just a, 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 a thing to, to, to throw you far. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like a slingshot, yeah. like a, you yeah, know, yeah. a, a catapulta. I don't know how to translate that. Yeah. It's just a leverage point to make you go further, right? You can even use that rock to go further than if you're on the floor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so again, it's the same rock. The rock's still the same. It's not moving. But the way you see and you deal with the rock is that what's going to change your life or not. Yep. Because you can bump your head in there. And you can oh, just stop. So, oh, I hit a rock, I'm done. Oh, I cannot go. Oh, yeah. it's too heavy. I cannot push anymore. Uh, okay. <laughs> if you look further, oh, wait, mm-hmm. there are more. I want to go over there. I don't want to stop over here. Now I need some knowledge, some techniques to go over that rock and use it as a, uh, a pushing point, a throw a point. Mm-hmm. So go further. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do with jiu-jitsu to people. You know, I want them to start using jiu-jitsu, this mindset of jiu-jitsu, not just the, te- not the techniques itself. I don't want people to be fighting yeah. <laughs> everyone yeah. on the streets, but I want them to use this mindset, this mentality, this thing of jiu-jitsu, this fundamental of jiu-jitsu to their lives. Yeah. Because then if, if you apply that to your daily life, you don't have issues, you have opportunities. Yeah, you're not you're not just teaching you're not just teaching jujitsu and you're not just teaching people how to defend themselves. You're trying to help them learn how to push themselves harder. Yeah. And overcome obstacles and To me jujitsu is the the best weapon, the best tool to help you overcome your limits. Yeah. If you understand that and if you put that to work, you don't have limits in your life almost. Mm-hmm. You have opportunities. You have leverage points. Right. Where everyone, everyone else sees as a dead end, you see as opportunity. You see as a, a, a leverage point to go further. But nowadays we live in a society where they're forcing us almost to believe yeah. that even a, 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 a leave in front of you <laughs> can be a dead end. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everything these days seems like it's designed to just keep us fat, happy, and 
sitting in the same place doing nothing. Yeah. Because then we're not a threat. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But you need to understand that better and put it to... Because I see that here in Idaho, a lot of people understand that. Yeah. But around... Yes, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> so, CampelloJujitsu.com. Yeah. Uh, and I'll put the... If you don't mind, I'll put the link to that cool on that page for this episode nice awesome appreciate yeah. it yeah i appreciate you coming in man unfortunately i gotta get going my that's what my girlfriend's cool texting me I, <laughs> where are you yeah we're actually going to a play later and we're supposed to actually pretty soon so oh cool <laughs> <laughs> but uh thanks for coming man this was awesome i appreciate that was it awesome thank you yeah thank you for having me thanks for letting me you've been around man yeah it was good talking to you <laughs> it was great thank you <laughs> So one more time, campellujujitsu.com. Yes. And the link will be on this episode. Uh, anybody, if you're in the Coeur d'Alene area and you're looking for a place to train or, uh, you know, maybe you want to find out what jujitsu is all about. Yeah. Hit them up. That's it. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah. Appreciate thank you. you. Appreciate you too, bud. Everybody, all you grinders out there, thanks for listening and keep on grinding. <laughs>